record. How <laughs> dare you? I got it now. I see that. I had the voice of God in my ear. <laughs> but um, yes, the grittiness. Yeah, the Philadelphia Black. Flyers. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm talking Men about Black gritty. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, Men in Black 1 had some grittiness to it that was uh, very different from Men in Black 3, man. Even 2 kind of lost the grittiness, but like... 2 definitely lost the grittiness. But it had Rosario Dawson, so like... All is forgiven. All is forgiven. <laughs> all is fucking forgiven. You know that. But uh, <laughs> I have a soft spot for Rosario Dawson ever since Rent. I got a soft spot for her soft spot, if you know what I'm talking about. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is how we get canceled, sir. What the, how's that? That's a, that's a compliment, right? I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want it to be called soft spot. You know, what if it's what if it's tight like a tiger? You know, you never Listen, know. Okay, all right. Um, I just want to put out the put this out there. I've never once interacted with Rosario Dawson's soft spot. I don't know if it's soft. I didn't mean to put that on her. This is we are in the era of cancel culture. You can't say things like that. We'll talk Rosario Dawson, that. I have nothing but respect yeah. for you. Oh, more than you. Hey, hey, don't. I think she's married, right? I think so. I still respect her. Yeah, and no, I mean, like, I, no, I said, hey, how you doing? Like, and like, she's married. I shouldn't say that. I mean, all you said yeah. was, hey, how you doing? Technically, I said it with a with a tone. You know, there and was a tone. Like, I'm doing very good, and then go back to her married life. <laughs> I don't think that's how it would work. She'd go back to the Go Big Show and then call it a day. <laughs> I still have yet to watch that at all. I've never seen it. T Pain's on it now instead of Snoop. They replaced Snoop Dogg with T-Pain. <laughs> Snoop's busy. He's the most famous rapper of all time. True. He's I called so hard that my, my thing went blurry for a second. <laughs> That'll be great for all the audio amigos that have no idea what you're talking about. My uh, camera man. footage. It's a time, man. This week has been rough. Already. Rough, rough. I don't know why I'm trying you know, to you know. over my headphones. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, it's been a rough week. If you know, you know why. We're not talking about stuff anymore because, nope. you know. Because y'all some snakes. I say it. I didn't, so it's fine. I'm I'm fine at the moment. But um, no, you know, we're just not going to talk about stuff that's super personal that much mm -hmm. anymore. And we'll get into it where we might talk about some personal stuff after the intro. We're, we're going to get into that um, big announcement this episode. Yeah, where we big, are big, announcing big. it this episode, right? I mean, we just yeah. we, we did a thirty well minute prep. You know, how we had before this, I know, right? We had a meeting, a Zoom meeting, literally, literally. But um, yeah, man, big things happening, big changes coming down the runway for this podcast and life in general. Big um, things popping and little shit stopping. Big things popping and little shit stopping. Big things popping and little things stopping. All on it, suckers being broke is not an option, man. Do it, do it, do. That's a Ti song. Okay, so I'm gonna ask a dumb question. Mm -hmm. Just the letters Ti, or is it like spelled like T E E no, it's E Y I the it's, it's the or letters. E Y E? Okay, cool, 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 cool. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not telling you. I'm not in the scene, man. <laughs> this ain't a scene. It's a goddamn arms race. Speaking of that, mm -hmm. have you seen? the Theme. the festival that has been 
discussed. I mean, you probably aren't a part of that scene, but the the emo festival of music. The the, the flyer y'all sent. Yes. yes. So I know some of those words. So there's there's a there's a festival, a music festival that was announced that is called When We Were Young Fest. And it's pretty much just like every single emo band from your childhood, like Paramore, A Day to Remember, AFI, like the list goes on. And then a bunch of like mm-hmm. newer bands and shit. Um, thing, there was a tour that used to go around back in my day uh, mm-hmm. called the Warp Tour. I remember and that. The Warp Tour was great because it was in the summer. It was nice and hot outside. They had like the water refill stations and everything. And it was a $40 ticket. COVID wasn't a thing. Well, yeah, that, that's a completely separate argument, which is <laughs> ironic. That's not being brought up, but here we are. Um, fucking, so they announced this festival, and it's pretty much Warp Tour if you think about it, except for Warp Tour normally had like five to six stages with like a little bit less than these amount of bands that are on it. This got, this this festival has so many bands on it, it's just shocking. Like, it's yeah. like, what, what in the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. So apparently there's three stages. <clears throat> it was insane looking. Yeah. Three stages over the course of one day. That's what it originally started as. Mm-hmm. Um, stuss, to say the least, because it was a 12-hour period, and with the amount of bands that were there and, like, the headlining bands, mm-hmm. with the math that people were doing, it looked like each band would have, like, a 10-minute set time, pretty much. And that was it. And then it'd be like, next band, go. Next band, go. Next. And for 12 hours straight, which is a bit much. The logistics for that are kind of impossible. Yeah. Um, then the tickets go on sale. Now, the tickets mm-hmm. are astronomically expensive. Um, 200 some odd dollars, I think, for gen- like the, the base level ticket. Mm-hmm. General emission is like 400 and then there's like a VIP that's like 600. It goes up and up and up. And that's not including flights or hotels. Right. So you're going to go broke going to this thing. And it's only one day. Tickets go on sale, sells out like that. So they're all like, sold out. Like that. I'm sure. They added a <clears throat> second day. So now I'm pissed because I'm like... You bastards. I didn't well, buy it. Well, now it's kind of worth it. Well, now it's worth it, but guess what? Day two goes up on sale. Sold out. They just added day three. For just overall, can you go both days? I believe so. I could be wrong. But at the same time, it's the same lineup but every single day, apparently. it's Now it's three days, and I think it's all sold out yet again. And they just kept adding days to this weekend. Which at first I was like, this is extremely suspicious and it's probably not safe to go because of like pandemic and shit, obviously, but that's not being brought up by anybody because why would it be? Um, And then I'm just sitting here like, man, if you would have said that you were going to add three days to this, I would have at least thought of it as an option. Right. Like you said one day. No, not doing it. Fuck you. This is going to be what's called Firefest 2. It's yeah. it's funny because I'm starting to see these mega concerts starting to show up. Like last year, there was one for hip hop. It was called like Lovers and Friends concert, and it had like every R and B major R and B and hip hop artist, barring a couple, 
from mm-hmm. like the nineties up to like the mid two thousands. And it looked like kind of how that flyer looked. It looked like the most amazing concert. I was like, I need to be at this thing. Like for my like hip hop heads and my R and B head, they had like literally everybody. It was like Usher, T Pain, Fabulous. Like it was just the list was insane. You sold me at T Pain. Like it had everyone at it. It was like, how is this possible? And I didn't get any details on like you got details on this one, mm-hmm. but it reminded me of that. Oh yeah. It's it's ironic because a lot of people that are talking about it right now are like, yeah, this is like kind of cool and all now that it's like somewhat legit. But like everyone's like, I'm just looking forward to the documentary that comes out four months <laughs> later about how bad this goes. And like, I hate to say it, but like I don't see this going well. Like this is legitimately going to be a super spreader event mm-hmm. because of how many people love this music and love these bands. And you know that there's not going to be that many regulations going on because there are none. There's no regulations for COVID. Like, how are you going to plan an event with no regulations? I don't know. And it's, it's, the crazier part is we live in the TikTok, Instagram, Twitter era. So like, if it's, if they're trying to set up a shitty event, that would be stupid on them because people can just live shit on it while they're there. Yeah, man. Like the whole, I mean, I hate to keep, not to keep, but I hate to bring it up because it was a horrible thing, but like that Travis Scott concert. Yeah, Astro World, right? Yeah, like the Astro World yeah. concert. Like that was insanity. Yeah. So with that having just happened, this better be on the up and up because if it's not, it's it's not a good time to be doing some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, entirely. But I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm interested to see if it goes off without a hitch. It, it was just really weird because like even like people that were in the bands mm-hmm. that were announced were like, Oh, we're in this. Didn't know. And like, <laughs> the thing is, I think it was Anna and discord was like, well, their managers could have like approved them for the tour and like not told the band yet. And I'm like, yeah, but like normally you approve it with the people who are performing before with you say, consent. yes, we're doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, even if there is that one outliner, like there's a couple bands that didn't even know they were performing. And then they saw their logo and they were like, wait, what? Yeah, we're performing at this. It's, it's also funny to me. And this is a nitpick. It's called when we were young fest. Mm-hmm. The song when you were young or when we were young, I think that's the song, the, the killer song, you know? I mean, I might know it. I don't know if I'll you probably by name. You'd know it if you heard it. Yeah. I'm pretty They're sure not on the fucking set list. Yo, <laughs> You're referencing one of their songs and they're not on the set list. Yeah, they should at least try to put them on the set list. I get why they chose the name though, because it's yeah. the songs from when you were young. Exactly. For the audience that would be going. The but, thing is, like, yeah. there's so many options though. Like you have options like you could call it like emo never dies, something like that, or like <laughs> it's not a phase, like some shit like that. As opposed to directly referencing a band that you're not having on the festival. You heard it here first. And first, people, the next uh, James Bond movie, 007, Emo Never Dies. <laughs> it's just it's just James Bond in like some Jinko jeans. <laughs> what the villain's name is Painted Finger instead of Goldfinger. <laughs> Fucking A. That'd be funny as shit. <laughs> it just takes place in a hot topic. In like early two thousands, though, it, it's just it just shows James Bond in the, in that outfit, just like swaying to this music. 
<laughs> like it doesn't go along. It has like the high energy 007 action music in the background, but he's just still like there's just a guy in the background screaming over that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's got like those wristbands that everyone used to wear in high school that are like this thick and they like say the band name on them. <laughs> I used to have a lot of those too. That was like the, the that was the thing, man. You'd go to Hot Topic, I'd be like, oh, I'm buying a band shirt for this band I follow. And they're like, yo, if you spend another $3, you get Hot Topic cash. And then you just be like, reach your hand in this grimy ass rubber <laughs> fucking box that just has bands on their fucking wristbands. And you just be like, I want this one. I'm a big fan of Forever the Sickest Kids, man. Yeah, let's go. I'm sure you had to be there. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. And my mother was not a fan of it. <laughs> Listen, man, high school was the time. <laughs> I remember the emo kids. Dude, I remember being a part of that group, but not like going like ham with it. But I was the kid at Hot Topic who was like, I, I have my specific bands that I like, but then I'm also going to buy the cartoon shirts. Mm -hmm. So like, I remember explicitly I had a purple, like bright purple shirt mm -hmm. from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, and it had cheese on it. And cheese. it just had a, you don't remember cheese? The guy, I like chocolate milk. That guy. Oh. Yeah, I, I wasn't like an avid Foster watcher. I remember Foster's the show was though. Great, Foster's was put him in Nick Smash or whatever. Is it, are they Nickelodeon? The Cartoon Network? They're what? Cartoon Network. I think they're Cartoon Network, right? Yeah, it's Cartoon Network. Oh yeah, put him make Nick Smash, but Cartoon Network. <laughs> Give us in, the, the, the universes. Yeah, versus. It's called universes, right? Versus multiverses. Multiverses. I yeah. remember that because I got denied. <laughs> Damn, that's fine. <laughs> I at least appreciated the no, but right. um, yeah, man, games. You ready to talk about them and such? Let's talk about them and such. Hell yeah! Idris Elba. And that's the one they put Idris in? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Idris Elba is that James Bond. That would God be damn. like the kick in the ass. Right? They're like, all right, we'll give Idris the role, but he has to be emo James Bond. <laughs> nice. All right. Where's my bad? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that he was British, if I'm being honest. I'm so used to him just existing. Yeah. And what was he British in Hobbs and Shaw, or was he like slightly Americanized? I did not see Hobbs and Shaw, so I'm not sure. Okay. I, I didn't either. I just saw the trailers, but like I remember mm. he was like Superman or some shit. Yeah, some shit. Something like that. He was like, I'm the black Superman, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he sounded like that. <laughs> I totally forgot if he was British or not in that. He could have been. I, I, now that I think about it, he might have been because what's his name was in it? Well, he was one of the main two guys besides The Rock. Um, uh, the dude who put the ba the car battery on his tongue. Yeah. He's Crank. All, yeah, he's fucking Mr. Crank. Mr. Crank. It was Remember Christmas the with the Cranks? Idris Elba and Mr. Crank. 
Yeah. Uh, is it you this week or is it me this week? I have no idea. I don't remember now. I think I took it. Last, we were in person last week, right? Yep. I think I did it. <coughs> you All right. The <clears throat> Level up, gamers, and welcome back to another Save Before Quitting. I'm Ant. I'm Chris. And we welcome all you beautiful NGPs yes. back here with us once again. As always, save before quitting at gmail.com if you want to email us. Save for quitting always spelled out. If you would like to go to our website and have access to all of our stuff and merch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Also, you can find us save letter B number four quitting at on, sorry, I said at Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch. And YouTube, that is something. Titty. Yeah, titty, T-I-T-T-Y. These are some really far apart titties. I mean, you know, ladies get old and stuff <laughs> It's happens. like the, the episode of Family Guy. And... You remember <laughs> that episode where the guy's eyes are too close? You're like, I have to draw you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just... He's just naked with his eyes all close together on his nose. Oh, man. <clears throat> That's a figure drawing class I don't want to be a part of. No, I hate those. By the way, they're the worst. Drawing naked people? No, not even just drawing them. The fact that they just walk in and they're just like, you know, and they just take the shit off. I hate it. It's like Bruce Almighty, where like the sex scene happens, like that. Drop it's literally robe. they walk in with a robe and they're just like, "Here's my dick." <laughs> like that's how many of those have you had to do? I had to do three separate models in my mm-hmm. tenure at school but then i had to do like 30 drawings for each of them because like it was like very like fast-paced ones where you like just get the general shape and shit and like Mm -hmm. one at the end where it's like that's it there was one dude who got hella offended because i i was from his backside from like where my position in the room was and the way he was positioned it worked out that he almost kind of looked like spider-man like swinging through a city (laughs) So I drew him as Spider-Man swinging through a city and he was offended, dude. He was mad that I didn't draw his fucking ass like with the crack. He's like, you don't want to draw my form? Really? You got to put a suit on me? And I'm like, I did that for like fucking an hour where I drew your fucking dongle, bro. I worked hard on this. I this I put effort into your dongle. I took like two seconds to do. It's just a fucking you. It's a capital U. Spent forty five minutes an hour just staring at your dick. Yes, <laughs> and I hated it. <laughs> anyway, moving. It's not even because of that. It's just bad. It's an awkward situation to be in. Like you're just like, oh, yep, yeah, we're here, right? And I'm clothed, right? Anyway, fuck. <laughs> that leads Word. great into our news. <laughs> Uh, what, what, uh, what you've been playing, Chris? <laughs> nah, man, we gotta, we gotta do the thing we had the meeting about. I know. I was just trying to break the the dick tension. <laughs> it's getting worse. So, for all you NGPs out there, um, we've been talking a lot. We talked about this a lot previously, mm-hmm. like maybe like three or so months ago. Maybe Can you get a little bit closer to your mic. Is that possible? <laughs> Maybe Whoa. not. Hello. I'm very close to it. All right. It's a little better. All right. You sounded a little low. It might have just been. Maybe it. I think it got loose. My headphones. I don't know. 
it could have been <clears> loose <throat> up and stuck and such um so sweet maybe one second sorry i think that my zoom is capturing a different microphone now that i think about it no it's capturing the snowball okay no, you're good. i can hear you all right all right sweet i just wanted to make sure because i thought it was picking up this because i moved it out of my face right as you said that and i was like <laughs> oh no so, yeah <laughs> um all right so we've been talking as of late for the past couple months about a way for the ngps to support this support mm-hmm. us support in us. the podcast and if they'd like to it's not necessary never has been never will be um but we've officially official launched a patreon um your microphone cut out there for me so i'm glad that you're recording the audio portion oh no i'm gonna stop doing that go on no you're good for me it cut out but for you it's probably (laughs) crystal um we don't know um, (laughs) all right serious face (laughs) serious business ad Um, this is an ad for us. Um, so we launched this Patreon. It's been up for a while, but we didn't really have the correct tier options. We didn't really know what we were doing yet. So mm-hmm. we wanted to, you know, discuss it. So we did a little 30-minute meeting. We got it all set. Mm-hmm. We got three tiers for y'all, and we're going to go through them right now and tell you what you guys can do to support us at different price points and whatever's right for you. Or if you don't want to do it at all, you don't have to. All up to you guys. It's always going to be a free podcast. Always. But um, starting off... The first tier. I'm reading it off my phone. If I'm looking down for the video amigos, audio amigos, just sit tight. Uh, <laughs> you got this. Hell yeah. So we got the NGP standard edition. This is the mm-hmm. basic, basic, basic tier. This got is it. at $3 per month. You could support us and you can support it by being shouted out at the end of every single week. We're going to read off all the people that are a part of the Patreon as like the producers of the pot. Cause you're kind of paying for it to happen as of that point. Yep. So you're going to get a little shout out from us at the end of every episode. We're going to say thank you to everyone who has subscribed to the Patreon and is doing it monthly. You will also be added on the video version as an end credit sequence where your name will actually show up and we'll say thank you to you. So there's that. Um, other than that, there's also a extra tier that we're adding to that, and not an extra tier, an extra perk where um, over on our Discord server, which you can join by going to the link in any of our bios, which will always also be free. Mm-hmm. Um, once you're in that Discord server, there's actually an option in there that you can assign roles to people and give them like special tags and stuff to like show what kind of a person or a fan that they're into, like different stuff like that. Um, for instance, Ant over on the Discord server is a indie guy i think that's, that's what the, the tag is is the indie guy indie or, oh, nerd indie nerd i think it is yeah so, and then accurate, there's star wars nerd will be anime weeb stuff like that um there's going to be more and more added as more people join obviously but mm-hmm. pretty much you'll subscribe to this three dollar version of the the patreon and then you will shoot us a personal message on patreon telling us what you want your role to be and we will set it up for you and if you don't want it to be any of those specific ones i just said as long as i approve it i'll make it as long as it's not like big dick chungus i'm not gonna do that sorry as much as i think that'd be funny art class no no it was it was literally just a capital u it wasn't much of a big dick chungus (laughs) it was like times new roman 12 point font anyway was it clunky? 
join the discord please <laughs> um but that is the three dollar tier for the standard edition of supporting ya boys yeah. after that is the deluxe edition now the deluxe edition is only a couple dollars more it's five dollars a month in this you get everything that we just talked about for the basic edition and the standard edition of the supporting but you also get an additional podcast every single month that is exclusive to the patreon it will only yep. be uploaded to the patreon as video and audio most likely yep. in theory we could probably just do it as only video because audio will be weird on patreon whatever well i guess in we'll theory if, it it's, if it's strictly video then yeah yeah either way you're getting an extra podcast per month um it's a completely is this the one where we said we were going to be goofy or is it the yes. next one this it's is the, the goofy rails podcast. yeah podcast. so the the $5 tier is going to be the off the rails podcast in which we get pretty much off the rails every single time. Now you might be saying to yourself, guys, you get off the rails almost every fucking week. Listen, not as often as we can be behind a paywall. (laughs) Yeah. We will be so off the rails in that area. We might be able to talk about more personal stuff. If we want to, we don't have to, we won't get super specific on stuff, but we're going to try and keep that out of the main podcast a little bit more as of late. Um, for it might not reasons. just it might not just be like wacky off the rail stuff. It might just like yeah. you said, it might just be what's going on week. in our lives, some yeah. personal things, how we feel about certain things. It might just be stuff like that, but it's more into our minds, yeah. Not just consumed with video games, yeah. A little bit behind the scenes, probably as well too. Yeah. And with that, it'll have an, a comment section where, like, if say we want your opinion on some stuff that we're gonna do. You can answer us, and you'll get first dibs on telling us what some stuff you want to see is. Um, but yeah, you get that in addition to everything else. You also get first dibs if you're in this tier to be on the live podcast. If we decide to do a live podcast outside of the next tier, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. in a second. But um, if you're among the Patreon members, you get first dibs to be on a regular pit. Uh, episode that we do like say if we want to do an episode with three ngps you get first dibs if you're on patreon we're gonna roll for it we'll do put you all on like a roulette board whichever yep. first three win you're on the podcast there's that so there's that 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 is the deluxe edition for five bucks mm-hmm. per month and i think it's a recurring payment so as long as you stay on you keep those benefits and those perks so just keep that in mind yep um service that and then the final one is the NGP Collector's Edition. Um, in this tier, you get everything that we just said in Every the previous fucking podcast. In the, in the previous tier. I have to get used to saying these like buzzwords because I'm not right. used to it. You know, I'm saying like Patreon and part. Right? Anyway, get used to it with us. Exactly. Um, so you get everything that's in the previous tiers, obviously. But with this one, every single month... From now on, if there is someone in the collector's tier, we will have an episode where the NGPs are on every month. Yep. This will be on the main feed of the podcast, not on Patreon. You will be among the main episode. You will be It'll on be video on and audio. It will, I mean, yeah, we'll upload it to Patreon as well. But like yeah. it, the Patreon is where it's going to be. It's going to be on the Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud and all that shit. And it's also going to be on YouTube. So that's where you can get exclusively in there. It's going to work the same exact way most likely as the the roulette wheel. We'll be like, okay, we're going to have X amount of people on this week. And we'll do a little roll 
or if, hey, if only one of you wants to be on that, guess what? You're the one person yep. that is on every single month for one episode that yep. is always uploaded. Um, so those are our tiers for the yes. moment. Um, obviously, we can add stuff or add a new tier if we want to in the future. Um, or if we want to, if you guys think that we should charge more or charge less, let us know. We're, this is new to us. Yeah. So we don't know. If you guys don't think it's worth it, you don't have to subscribe. But also, if you think that it's really worth it and want to pay more, sure. We take <laughs> on any and all support and we yeah. appreciate it. We'll, we'll take any criticisms about it yeah. or thoughts in general. Yeah, if your topic, so. if you're on the highest tier and your topic is to come on and just tell us why we're not shit, <laughs> we will sit there and talk about it. You know, you're right. We yeah. aren't shit. <laughs> if you can win us over, kudos. <laughs> It won't be that hard for me. But um <laughs> end of the episode, like, man, we really suck. Yeah, we right. had a lot of good points. Or, or she. she. Or they. Or it. Is that one of them? One of the pronouns? It can be if they have 10 bucks. Yeah, true. <laughs> There's a lot of different pronouns that I was not unaware of. There's like one that starts with a Z. Do you know that one? No. It's like Z-Zim or something like that. I, I, I'm learning still, to be fair, but I found out that that was a thing. And I was like, that's interesting. every day now. Yeah. Everything's different. I haven't looked into it enough to know specifics. I just know that it exists. Right. If that makes sense. But here it we does. are. Um, so, yeah, those are our Patreon perks. Um, if you'd like to go subscribe to it, it'll be in the description of this week's podcast. It'll be posted everywhere on Twitter. It'll be put in the Patreon and in our Discord as well. Um, so it's all over there. If you want to support, support. If you don't want to support, don't support. Just comment on the YouTube video. That's fine, too. CLD did it this week. He said, I commented on the video. It's exactly what we said to do last week. And we appreciate him for it. Yeah. He doesn't need to pay us money. Just we'll, we'll have can the if Patreon. you want to. Yes. Always can if you want. Um, we'll have the Patreon link in the um, one of all of our bios and stuff, of course. Mm -hmm. But also in the description of this episode and probably for every episode here on out hell yeah so yeah let us know what you guys think and while you're doing that either via email or discord or whatever all that is and what have you been playing this week <laughs> um the exhale man <laughs> the exhale that should tell you something uh tells me a lot of nothing mm, i played some cuphead did you and trenton played cuphead and we played nice some um minecraft dungeons nice together is the cuphead a dlc out yet or is that still on its way it's not out is there a release date or no there was and now i'm trying to remember it i don't remember mm. it i gotta look it up we gotta talk about that cuphead uh what's it called as well yeah, the, uh, the, cartoon the show yeah yeah it looks it's really like, good dude it looks amazing I was very surprised at how good it looked. Not to like say that I thought it was gonna be bad, but like I was very much like it's Cuphead. What what can they do different, mm -hmm. you know, than the game? And I was like, oh, this is fucking great. It's so reminiscent of our old school cartoons while also looking fresh at the same time. A hundred percent. I love it. There's also a part of me that's like, it's kind of the story of the game. Yeah. Kind of like it's pretty much tit for tat that the but only difference is they already have the chalice yeah <laughs> true 
they have the chalice before we do. This is Funny bullshit. How he releases in the show before the even the game. True. That is <laughs> that's a good point. But yeah, man. I mean, it's voice acted really well from the trailer. If you if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Obviously, because it's fucking great. Please. But um, yeah, man. What what's Minecraft Dungeons like nowadays? Because I haven't played that since launch. So like, it's... I don't know if it feels any different or well, like... i didn't play it at launch so i'm not even sure if it's oh. different or not but it everything i've seen from it it seems about the same hmm. i think they had just They're... new like skins of characters and stuff since launch but uh as far as i know not much is different mm-hmm. i assume there's a lot more levels though right because i think there was only like one dungeon when it first came out and it was oh, yeah. like well, once that, you finish if, it it's over if that's the case then there's a ton of new levels <laughs> gotcha dope that's very i kind of want to get back into it I, I think i played it once or twice with the uh, guys from haptic when it first came mm-hmm. out and like it was it was funny because like you would go into like the the in the inside dungeons i guess you would say mm-hmm. like like you're fully enclosed in somewhere and those were always like a hassle because all the spawners and shit yeah. are in there yeah and then there's like skinny hallways where you could just get really cornered and fucked up Yep. It would just be like random people screaming, like Josh, like, oh my God, there's no air. It, it's and I'm like, well, why'd like, you leave us, Josh? You really got to communicate. Like, there's oh, times yeah. like we're playing, <clears throat> and I'm really, I'm, I'm super try hard. Like, right, we got to make it through here. We got to do this. I'm talking to a six year old, a five year old. This is our job tip, boys. <laughs> I'm just like, come on. You are literally Kratos. I am. I'm just like, come on, come on, come on. We got it. We got it. And he's just like, I just want to shoot the arrows. I'm like, no, you're wasting arrows. Like, it's a, it's, it's a good time. I just want maybe, to shoot them at the wall. It'd be cool we'll if they stream stick. That, maybe we'll stream that together on an OG stream one day. Hell yeah, man. That'd be It'll cool. It'll be entertaining. I would love to see that. Yeah. But Who'd you uh, play? That's all you played is those two? That's it. Damn. I, I noticed you didn't get weeks. to do an OG stream this week, and I was sad about it because like, damn, man. I was looking forward to more of that. Uh, what was the game that you played? I, I just, um, I'm not good at remembering names. Flynn, Son of Crimson. That one, yes. I love the look <laughs> of that, and I want you to get the revenge for the dog. No, we're going <clears> to <throat> we're gonna play it again. Yeah. But I also just want to... I got to get the Mario RPG. True, true. Makes sense. Um, so but yeah, as far as, as far as me, though, I have not been playing much, if I'm being honest. It's the usual shit, the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortnite off and on. Just, you know, for fun, because Fortnite mm-hmm. is fun. Right. Um, if you haven't, um, definitely go over to G4. They just posted a new video today. It's like a parody of an X-Play review of Fortnite. And it's oh, really yeah, good. <laughs> it's so well made, dude. It's this. It's one of their, I think she's a creative director at the company. Mm-hmm. And she's like walking around and like, like fake interviewing people and be like, what's your thoughts on Fortnite? And then like, people are like, who the fuck are you? And shit like that. <laughs> and then by the end of it, there's a lot of memes that happen where she gets them on the X play set and Adam's there via the cesspool mm-hmm. and whatnot. And it's very, very well made. And uh, it's a good time. So if you haven't seen that, go check it out. But um, that's before Q4G4. I was going to say we're advertising for them. We're going to talk about G4 later as well mm-hmm. um, as some housekeeping for what's been on YouTube as of late 
Um, but yeah. other than Fortnite, uh, for the Figure Friday stream this week, we had a little bit of a new technology drop in on that stream. So we started the stream in the starting soon screen, mm-hmm. and there's a new word game thing that I found that the chat can play while I'm like drinking water so I'm hydrated <laughs> to talk for four hours and, you know, doing stuff to exist. Right, as you do. And uh, it's it's really cool because, like, it, it's pretty much, uh, it gives you, like, I think six or seven letters and they're all scrambled and there's a bunch of options to make words out of the scrambled letters and the chat just has to keep guessing and then get the points and they go up in levels and they keep winning and then x y and z and they get points whatnot that was a dope addition by the way yeah that one i added last minute because it's just a website like you literally just go to the website it's called um words on stream and you just add it as a browser source to your uh to your sources right so you just go browse or source post the website in there log in with our twitch bada boom here it is and it's linked to the chat right away because it's right there um and linked to our twitch but um then i went live officially and i debuted our new thing that's on my stream for now i got to figure out how to get it to yours you might have to spend money which we are discussed yeah it's all um good. with stream avatars that um was, that was dope yeah that was a lot of fun your little dude got his ass kicked all night, dude. I don't know why I was public enemy number one. I don't. It was funny because like you weren't there the whole time. Like actually, like you were there, but you weren't there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And people were just like, "Oh, Ant's not here. Let's beat the shit out of him," and like kept killing you. But um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, pretty much uh, if you're in the chat and you're a follower, you get this little avatar that pops up on the bottom of the stream now for Fridays. Right. And it'll pretty much give you a text bubble whenever you chat. So like that'll show up on stream. Mm -hmm. And then also there's little like functions and stuff that you can do to control it in the little drop down menu at the bottom. And it's really cool. A lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. It was really fun. Yeah. And then grabbing the stars and trading them in for points to get new outfits and everything. Yeah. So like everyone can get new outfits, new weapons, like things to hold hats, uh, you could change your color if you want to be like blue or green or purple or whatever. Um, and then there's also options to make the whole chat fight, fight like a boss battle, which is cool. And it's like turn-based difficult. RPG, which yeah, I think it's because we need more people in the chat. So if you're mm-hmm. listening to this and you aren't in our Twitch chats on Friday, hop in so you can help take down the Pumpkin King for fuck's sake. Please. Um, we need <laughs> please. your help. Um, there's also options so that uh, I can do a battle royale which is pretty neat. So mm-hmm. I, I literally just do, I, I'll try it this Friday most likely where pretty much I type the same thing I would do for a boss fight, exclamation point, and then battle royale. And a literal mm-hmm. bus will come across the screen and you'll have to like <laughs> do exclamation point, jump in the yeah. chat to jump out and then you'll fight each other. And whoever's the last one wins. And I, I assume you get stars from that and whatnot. I'm but sure. yeah, it's, it's it's a good time. It's It's something to keep you guys entertained just in case I'm playing a game that you're not necessarily a fan of and you just want to be there to support. Or maybe if you both, you know, like you want to do that and you like what's going on. So it's it a good was time. definitely a good time. I recommend you guys sign, um, tune in for it. Yeah, that'll be definitely going live this Friday with that. If you're listening audio wise or video wise on Friday, we're always live Friday night. Um, this Friday, I might be a little bit later, though, like 10 ish, just because I have some plans. So. 
It worked for me. Just keep it in mind. <laughs> it does work for you. you. <laughs> yeah. We might actually play games together that night because of that. I'd be able to do it that time. <laughs> yeah. But um, other than that, I dabbled a little bit back into the world of Apex mm-hmm. yesterday and the day before with uh, Lucas for a little bit. Um, there was a new map on arenas that I just wanted to check out. And it was cool. Like, we played one game that was pretty good. And we still lost, like, but it was a, it was a, at least a good game. Like we gave an effort, mm-hmm. and then we got into the next game in which we literally, I, I, I don't want to say we were hacked on, but it seemed very suspicious how fast we died. And then our teammate decided to like just disconnect and leave, and it was just Lucas and I. Um, needless to say, when that happened. We raged. At, well, I, mean, I didn't rage as much, surprisingly. Like we I was rage. pretty calm, mm-hmm. and Lucas raged. He's like, "We're going to play Fortnite with Nicole now," and I'm like, "Okay, I'm not Back gonna argue." Up. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, well, other than that, uh, a little bit of Rocket League as well. That, that's it. I wanted to get back nice. into Rocket League because it's fun. That's one it. day I'll get into Rocket League. <laughs> it's hard to get into, man. I kind of figured that at this point. Yeah. Personally, I like it better on PC because I feel like it's easier to control with keyboard and mouse because you're using mm-hmm. WASD and then your shift key is your, um what's it called? Your roll to like roll the car. And then your mouse, your right click is um your like jump. And then if you hit it again, mm-hmm. you jump forward again. So like you flip. And then if you just hold different directions on your WASD, that's which direction you'll go and whatnot. Yeah, I can then see how that will work. Yeah. And your boost is your left click. So it's a lot easier as opposed to everything is here. Right. And that's right, it, right. in my opinion. Kind of spread but, out. Yeah. But um, I like it on PC, but I'll still play it on controller, personally. Mm. But uh, yeah, man. It's been a time. Um, Needless to say, uh, I want to play more games, but it seems like the only games that I'm going to end up playing this week are going to be Arceus, most likely, this Friday. Or if I can, it's for a Friday? bit. Friday? It does come out Friday. Yeah. I mean, it's on Switch, so I mean, that's good for you. It is. I just got to make myself play it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, man, you got to drop in and, and play that out. But um, I guess leading into the news, I guess we could talk about the starters that were leaked a bit. Not necessarily mm-hmm. the specifics of them, but um, after seeing the final evolutions, mm-hmm. which one do you decide that you're still playing as? Are you still... I I know you were a grass guy from the beginning. Are you still grass? I'm still. After? I'm still right. going grass. I feel that. Um, I am as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a little bit of a discussion in our Discord because right. there was a dude who makes a Pokemon content, and Ryan had some things to say about him. Needless to say, <laughs> he was not happy with that person. He was not happy. Um, <laughs> it's also funny because Ryan didn't want to watch the video. He just saw who it was. He's like, "Nah, fuck that guy in the first place." Also, I don't want to get spoiled, and I'm like. I said to him, I think two days later, I'm like, are you sure you don't want to watch it? Because like, what if who you choose or you want to choose doesn't look like what you're going to like? Because then you're going to have a bad time. In my opinion, right. you'd have a bad time. Um, like, I always want to know what the final evolution looks like for mm-hmm. a starter, at least. Just the starter. I right. don't care about everyone else's and whatnot. But um, I, I love the grass design. I think it's fucking amazing. It was and people were shitting on it. Uh, same. And people were shitting on it. People thought it was fucking terrible. And I was like, how? That now, to be fair, dope. I didn't necessarily 
none of them kind of blew me away. It was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, but I don't think that's this, this game's fault. I think it's just after you, how many generations has it been? Once mm-hmm. you get here, it's just like, all right, show me what it is. All right, whatever. Like none of them were like, I'm immediately drawn to this. But yeah. out of all three, that was the one for me. Oh, 100%. I mean, and not to talk down on the others, like um, the water type's fine. I think it's a minimal changes to it. It's just a little bit like stylized compared to the regular version right. of it. And then Typhlosion is definitely different. Um, looks a lot different. Uh, once you put the uh, fire on the, the Pokemon, it's right. It, it's a close second for me when, when the fire is on. I don't know if you've seen a picture of that or not yet, but it looks really cool. I don't cool think he's, so. He's ghost fire type. I like the combination. Yeah. And it yeah, looks really types. cool. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm very much going to also stick with grass because I think it is, I don't think it's a better than the original version. I think it's on par with how cool I like the original version. Because mm-hmm. the original version of the grass type, uh, uh, I think its name is Rowlet. Um, it would evolve into like a bird that would pull a, a string from I its remember wing, that. and it would I like bow that. and arrow. And now this one, I'm not going to spoil it because I don't want to for the people who are trying to stay, you know, it's the, today it comes out when this video version is out. So I'm not trying to be that guy, yeah. Yeah. but um, <laughs> it looks so cool. It like, does. It, it, I'm, all I'm going to say about it is it reminds me so much of Ghost of Tsushima of what I'm currently looking like in game and I love it so much. That's all. That was That's a creative design. A, yeah. So I love it. I think it looks cool. I'm not a huge fan of the 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 legendaries. I'm not gonna lie. We're not gonna talk about it. Hmm. Mm. 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 We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. We'll all yeah. all bets are off then. Yeah. But um all right, actual news that we posted in our Discord. Off to the news we go. Here we go, off to the news. All right, let's get to Kumbaya. the top of the news. Yeah, I was going to say, we have a lot. actual of news this time. <laughs> you posted so much stuff today. All right, where did we start? Um, I think it was the Star Wars stuff. Or no, Valve. Yesterday at 6.30. And we already talked about... Cuphead, further down. No, you started it on hmm. January 20th. What did I say? The WWE 2K22. Oh, I, I, I saw the Pokemon stuff and I stopped there because <clears throat> it was like right in between and we just talked about it. But um, yeah, uh, WWE 2K22. The uh, trailer came out that was like the hype trailer. Yeah. Where it has like little cut-ins of the gameplay but then it actually has the WWE superstars in like a location doing skit like stuff. Um, it was actually featuring Tim, the Tatman, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. He was like walking through the studio of a uh, 2k while they were, you know, getting the game ready or whatatever the fuck the gimmick was, but Shout it out looks to Tim the Tatman with all the oh, opportunities, yeah. dude, I'm excited. Cause I'm also sitting here like, <clears throat> if he's doing the commercial for them, that means he's got to stream it as well. In theory, in my mind, you know, like you wouldn't just do a fucking ad and then not play the game when it comes out. So I'm exactly. interested in that. Right. Um, as far as that goes, it looks okay. I'm not going to say it looks good to be fair. I don't think any of the 2k games ever really. I think sh- at like, this point, 
yeah. the two the WWE 2K games have to kind of show and prove. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we can't. You used to be able to, but I don't think you can like call them early anymore. Like, no, nah, I need to know that this yeah. is good. I agree entirely. After twenty one and how much of a disaster that one was. Was it twenty one or was it twenty? I don't think there was a twenty one. They didn't make that. Yeah, I think they? they stopped. Yeah, they didn't. Whatever the last one was was the last one. <clears throat> twenty was the one with all the glitches and shit, and it was bad. Like it was an objectively bad game. I remember I had twenty nineteen, and that was one of my f- not favorite games, but like I played that religiously. Mm-hmm. Like I did the my career thing so much. Like I was the champion, and like for a long time, and. I loved playing it and I loved making my own person. That's always my favorite part is the creator wrestler. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then like see, now that it's online, you can download other people's creator wrestlers, which is cool. But um, they showed a case did they showcased it. Showed a case. They showcased a couple mm-hmm. new game modes Um, in not necessarily new, but they're uh, GM mode, which is a thing that people very much love where they pretty much book the shows. Um, which is, it's a lovable game mode. People love that shit where they can right. actually become the person who makes the shows and makes the money. But um, yeah, as far as the gameplay goes, it looks great. I'm curious to see if there's like a campaign. I don't remember if that was in the trailer or not personally, but mm-hmm. the campaigns aren't the best thing in the world. I am also cu- curious to see who is in the game because of uh, WWE themselves being not the best business model when it comes to treating their employees right. Um, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, starting last year, they started laying off a lot of wrestlers out of nowhere because of budget cuts, even though it was the most profitable year that they've had in a while. Um, and that was prior to letting people go. Right. And having to pay them. And they just consistently keep letting people go to the point where people will show up in the other company, AEW, or they'll even have their contracts expire. Like, the the people who work at WWE will just like I'm gonna let it expire so then right when it's over I can just go somewhere else as opposed to if they get fired then they have a 90 day no compete clause which means they mm-hmm. cannot go anywhere else indie promotion television promotion nothing they cannot wrestle anywhere for 90 days which is bullshit but that's beside the point yeah but you get it though yeah I'm not saying it's the right thing but I'm not surprised either. I'm not surprised, but it's also one of those things where it's like they're technically independent workers with their contract. That's the right. way that WWE likes to spin it so that they don't have to pay for most things. And it, it works against them because then like there was the whole debacle with Twitch. They told all of their employee employees, uh, all the, the wrestlers, that they're not allowed to have Twitch channels. And they told them that they had to shut it down. And then there were some that had like OnlyFans, not necessarily doing anything like sexually explicit like you know most of them sell pictures of them in lingerie or Mm. at a beach in bikinis like nothing crazy right and they were told to shut those down they had to shut down cameos which is like something to give them some extra money on the side can't even cameo no they're not allowed to do any of it and they shut all that all down for some reason and didn't allow them to build their own brands is because that's what they didn't want is people to build brands behind WWE's back mm-hmm. um, even though it was right in front of them and they're promoting the product whatever um, needless to say there's a lot of people on the roster that were definitely shown previously as in-game renders that aren't there anymore 
So this game kept getting pushed back. So then they had to remove that person, remove all the move sets, and take all right. that shit out and take it out of the game entirely, as opposed to, you know, putting someone in, which is completely different. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a time to say the least. I will most likely get it. I don't know if I'll be a day one because I'm weary after 2K20. Mm, wait for Rightfully some reviews, so. some somebody to stream it, something. Yeah, uh, I say I'd give it like maybe a week to two weeks before I officially buy it, which kind of sucks because there are pre-order bonuses for like extra DLC and extra superstars that you get when you do it. But I'm also like, that's never been something that I've needed before. And it's never mm -hmm. been something that I've really cared about. Like one of them one year was like Ric Flair's story or whatever. I'm, and I don't like Ric Flair in the first place personally. And then also recently it came out that he was very bad back in the day from a dark side of the ring, uh, which is a like a documentary show that mm -hmm. showed him doing some fucked up shit. Well, but, um, well that'll ruin you in the, in, uh, yeah. in the now times. A hundred percent. And he got fired from WWE recently as an old man because of it. So there's that. Um, needless to say, WWE is a little bit of a mess right now, but I will definitely pick this up. The cool thing about it is that with the AEW game not necessarily on the horizon yet. Um, a lot of people make those creator wrestlers that are AEW people or other independent wrestlers, so you can download them and use them in-game. Mm -hmm. You can make the arenas in-game because you can upload pictures and stuff to make that stuff. So it'll be pretty good. I, I will very much like playing it. But yeah. Dope. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Um, what was after that? After that, <clears throat> all right, bunch of updates from the old Microsoft Activision insanity that happened last week. Oh, yeah. So I put up a couple of things. So I guess I'm going to just group them all together right now as one big continuous news drop. Okay. Xbone. Phil's, Phil. Phil Spencer. Phil. Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Phil Spencer got on Twitter January 20th to say, had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. I believe him when he says that, but I also believe that this tweet is perfectly worded to where it's still open yeah um <clears throat> i confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition blizzard and our desire is to keep call of duty on playstation so in theory he didn't say the... our mission yeah he didn't say our duty is to keep call of duty he didn't say any of that our duty is to keep Call of Duty, really? Yeah. You already know. <laughs> nah, man, they definitely left that like that because if Sony doesn't want to pay the price that they're asking, the intentions are still there. It's just that Sony's not willing to pay. Right. It's not on now, Xbox anymore. Now, I do think Microsoft and Sony, but beyond all the, the, the fanboyism, I do think those companies get along. Oh, 100%. I just also think that business is business. Yes. And I think they each respect the fact that business is business. Um, 
again, I think I said it on the last pod, but I could see if they wouldn't keep all the main Call of Duties on there, I think they'll at least they'll have Warzone. Oh yeah, PlayStation. They'll um, a thousand percent have Warzone. They yeah. can't not because that's just the biggest bread maker for right. them. Um, there was a follow up to that. Did I put that in? Schreier. Yes. Today, Jason Schreier said Activision is committed to releasing at least the next three Call of Duty games on PlayStation, even after the Xbox acquisition, according to people familiar with the deal. That's Call of Duty 2022, Call of Duty 2023, and Warzone 2, which comes in 2023. Did not know about Warzone 2. Um, <clears throat> I feel like that's just like a new season or something. It would have to be. After yeah. that, it gets hazier. With other recent ac- with other recent acquisitions su- such as Bethesda and Obsidian, Microsoft fulfilled existing contracts and then released or announced subsequent games for PC and Xbox. No PlayStation. To be clear, this news of Activision's contract with Sony is not related to the timing of when the acquisition closes. The contract was signed before last week's news. So, that being said, act date. Xbox has to honor the contract of Call of Duty being on PlayStation till at least 2023. After this year's and next year's war. So like we're looking at holiday next year, 2023. Because if it's Call of Duty, it's going to drop, what, November? Around then, yeah. So they have to... Get those Christmas kids in. Yeah, Exactly. So we're going there. Everything's going to go as usual up until that point, at least when Call of Duty is concerned. Yeah. Um, Everything else is still out on the table. Right. And he said after that, it gets hazier because with the deals with the previous companies they bought, once they fulfilled those contracts, it was just PC and Xbox. Mm. Again, that's not saying that's definitely what's going to happen. I do just see... Because either way, Xbox is going to make a, a shit ton of money. Yeah. Because even if they left everything on PlayStation, now those are Microsoft Studios games. Yeah. And those so they're are getting paid showing regardless. that every single time. It's huh? going to be like Xbox Studios, right? As you launch it on your PlayStation. You said right. that last week. Like, it's going to be very interesting to see. I still think their goal is to get Game Pass on PlayStation. I don't think it'll ever happen, but I don't. I think Sony's trying everything in their power to not do it for sure, especially yeah. with their streaming service about to come out. The thing that makes me think that they won't is like, but it, here's the the thing with Game Pass: it's like the amount of games that they have on there. Do you think that they would get those games as well for the PlayStation no. game? I think Pass? they're going to get like a gimped version of Game Pass, kind of how, not exactly how, but. How PC doesn't get everything that you can get like on the console of Xbox, but that PC version would still be way more than the PlayStation one. I could see them giving PlayStation the day one Microsoft stuff. So now you can turn on your PlayStation and play Forza, Halo, Gears. But I don't see them giving up that third party gateway. I don't see you're not going to get like all that Activision stuff, all that Bethesda stuff. Yeah, I, I don't. Beside, unless they make a specific deal with like Call of Duty or something like that, hundred percent. I feel like Call of Duty. It's ironic because like that's the biggest topic. Even though like they the might Call add Duty, Call of Duty to it, yeah. 
it, it, it's weird because I feel like that's the gateway. Like Call of Duty is the gateway for Game Pass to make its way to PlayStation if that were to be a thing. Because mm-hmm. you need to strike a deal that's good enough for both of them for that so that they could even be in talks for Game Pass. Because you can't just go straight to Game Pass there. You need to like ease into it with Call of Duty. If they can make a deal that works beneficially for both of them, mm-hmm. then they'd be willing to talk about, okay, we understand Game Pass is the best thing in gaming. How can we get that on our console? And then if Xbox wants to shaft them there, sure, whatever. But like <clears throat> if PlayStation has the money, they have the money. But you right. need to you need to use that like you gotta butter it up, you know? Yeah. I think that you yeah, get a little foreplay with the Call of Duty. <laughs> they gotta mess with PlayStation's soft spot. <laughs> yeah, you know. Exactly that. Is that I what think... they call it? Is it a soft spot? I thought that didn't exist. The soft spot doesn't exist? I thought we just talked about, about Rosario Dawson in the beginning of this. It was a joke about the clitoris and how men don't think the clitoris exists. Oh, well, don't tell Rosario Dawson I said that. Cool. All right. I'm glad Moving we... forward. <laughs> Moving forward. I, <laughs> I think that now that we talk about it, I think if they give them Game Pass, it's going to be like a medley of what's available on Game Pass, but not like full on. I cannot see them giving PlayStation, PlayStation full on access to literally every single game. Yeah, game no way. No, not happening. But I mean, it'll be interesting to say the least. Um, yeah. I could see them like incrementally doing it if they were to partner in any way like that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's also like a scary thing to think about because it's almost kind of monopolizing the game because you're merging things into one kind. of. It's like the first step to merging almost. Mm-hmm. It will never do that. Because Microsoft and Sony themselves will never do that. Mm -hmm. But like if Xbox and PlayStation, the subsidiaries that are like in deeper, I don't know, man. I tell you this, if Microsoft were to make another deal and they bought like another gigantic company, like if they bought like Ubisoft, yeah, I'd be like, all right, y'all are doing a lot now. Yeah. This is getting crazy. Could they buy um, a respawn or did PlayStation get them officially yet? No, nobody has them officially. They they launched with Xbox because they Titanfall won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, but I don't think like anyone owns free. them. I there's a part of me that almost like if wants they bought EA, them. that'd be nuts. If they bought EA, there's a part of me that wants that. I don't know why, but I feel like that would work better for them. Because I feel like they could put more effort towards those games that Respawn has. Not that there isn't. Like, I mean, Apex obviously has issues currently. Titanfall also has many issues. But, like, if there's anything in the background of the Titanfall series, you got that going. Yeah. And then there's just so many options on the inside besides that, which mm-hmm. I, I think is the next news story, right? The Respawn stuff, right? Um, so the respawn. There was one more addition oh. to that Activision Blizzard thing. Um, just about like what's going on behind closed doors. Mm. Um, Jason Schreier said, inside Activision Blizzard this week, lots of cautious optimism about the merger and Kodak being gone, excitement for more creative freedom under Xbox, fear of layoffs, Call of Duty could ditch the yearly release schedule. I don't know why that would lay people off. Yeah, I don't get that either. I mean, I get maybe like, oh yeah, you have people already at xbox studios that you could send over to work in activision and blizzard i guess but like 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know. If there were going to be layoffs, I feel like it would be layoffs for the right reason, like right. as opposed to layoff everybody, you know, that type of shit. Like it'd be like, oh, here's the file of all the people that were terrible people to I think that, women I at took, her That's company. what I took from that. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like general layoffs, like I mean, fear it could, of it. Cause, if it is, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But I, I feel like you figured like you, no, you go ahead. Sorry. Like, I feel like this would have to be like the people who time was already up for anyway. Yeah. I feel like they're not allowed to have fear, though, in my opinion. Not to be a dick, but like also no, be a dick about you. it because fuck those people. Right. You know, if you should have been out of there a while ago, yeah. Right. Have some fear, but like it's justified, you know? Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm interested to see it, man. It's weird because like it just happened last week, but it feels like it's been so long since it's happened at the same time. Like I'm just like, okay, so where's the games like now? And that's like, the crazy I, part. We ain't gonna see that shit. We're not gonna see what comes from all of this until like 2024. Yeah, not in the least. But I, I will be excited to see where they announce all the stuff happening. I'm assuming they're gonna do it at some sort of game award or maybe even Summer Games Fest because that seems to be the two options nowadays when it comes mm-hmm. to that. Um, especially with Xbox, like they're, they do their own like presentations, but they're not as big as like a Sony one right. or a Nintendo one. And like Xbox will always make an attempt to be at the presentations done by Keeley or E3. Right. Which is, I, I find that admirable. Like they don't need to be there, but they still go. Like mm-hmm. they go there and then they also do their own shit. Like Xbox got games. <laughs> Xbox got a deep wallet. They they that yeah take out <laughs> games. It's an asterisk deep wallet. Xbox um, got money. Yeah. I th- I think um, I could see maybe a hint of it at next year around E three, if there is an E three, twenty twenty three is E three because the deal will be done by then. Yeah, but definitely I see like Game Awards twenty twenty three like end of next year. Oh yeah, we're probably gonna see some like crazy shit. shit in the works. For it's Microsoft. gonna be so fucking rigged. <laughs> <laughs> All the awards, dude, they're gonna be so rigged that day, dude. You have no I idea. Just watch it for the announcements. <laughs> yep. Just wait for the Chevy sponsored shit all over again. It's gonna be so <laughs> rigged. But um, <laughs> I guess yeah. moving forward from that, you didn't you post something from Valve? Yeah, I didn't somebody see that one. Now. All right, cool. All right. <clears throat> Valve announces dynamic cloud sync, making it easier for users to switch from device to device without exiting the supported game. All modified save game data uploads to the cloud before Steam Deck enters sleep mode, allowing users to resume games on PC. I cannot wait until I have a Steam Deck in my hand. (laughs) Let me tell you. The indies I could start somewhere and play somewhere else? Dude. Indie nerd me playing that? You also just got to start buying indie games on Steam for that to be a thing. I know, I know, I know. I, know. I will. You need to get Steam. I will. I have Steam. I just don't have any games on it. <laughs> to be um, fair, like, I can't wait until summer this year comes around because I feel like you're going to have a field day. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to know what to do. I'm not going to know where to start. Dude, the Steam summer sale is dangerous. Because it'll drop games so low that you're you're dumb if you to don't buy it. it. <laughs> it's just like, are you fucking stupid right now? It's, this game is $60 normally, and it's $0.04 cents right now. Fuck you. Get at the game. <laughs> like, Here, it, I bought you seven of them. 
it, it makes you feel like an idiot for not buying games and then you end up buying like bundles of six games that you're never gonna play like yeah. i'm pretty sure i bought the lego star wars bundle which has like everyone in existence for like 10 bucks and it's normally like 100 something and i'm like i'm not playing these ever but if i want to yeah i could i could if i would but i won't but um i'm just excited because um shuhei yoshida formerly of sony posted that he was a starting he was starting god of war 20 on the pc it was on a steam deck right on a steam deck yeah that or that just seeing that was like backlog is going to get attacked you sure exactly you sure all this xbox game pass talk the activision deal all that stuff and then you could play your game pass pc on your steam deck i'll never have a reason to not play these games now i can be anywhere we play that is true that's going to be a very populated section of the podcast when that comes around. It's going to be like, what'd you play this weekend? Rolls out the fucking list. It's just a scroll. It's a scroll coming down. You're going to have to have fucking Trenton read it for you because it's just too many words, dude. Just be like, here, read it, Squire. We had to change the, we had to change the, 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 that part of the podcast to like, what didn't you play this week? True. <laughs> True. That would be better. <laughs> Right. Oh man! But moving <clears throat> on up. from that, before yeah. we get into the specifics that are in the Discord about this Star Wars stuff, there was some Star Wars stuff that came out that we didn't talk about yet with the Lego style Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. They released mm-hmm. a new trailer, the final trailer of the gameplay and the release date. Did you watch it? No. Fuck. Did you send me that? I made a. I might have put it in the Discord, but I also don't remember if I did because I was just too excited by it because of it. <laughs> um, so needless to say, I'm extremely excited for Lego Star Wars because this game has been pushed back so many times. And now here's the thing. That trailer, every pushback was justified. They completely reworked what it means to be a Lego Star Wars game. Isn't it like a different perspective now? It is completely different. All of the melee people, there's a combo system and a dodging system that is almost reminiscent kind of of Arkham Knight, but Legos, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also cool finisher moves that you can do on certain enemies and whatnot. And they completely reworked the blaster system in which back in the old games, it would literally be, this is where your camera is. You're looking down at the scene. Now it's a third person over the shoulder camera right. with a crosshair. And not only is it that, when you're shooting your enemies, depending on what the enemy is, like I say it's a stormtrooper, if you shoot them in specific spots on their body, they will react differently depending on where you shoot them. So if you shoot one in the foot, he's going to act like he just got shot in the toe or he stubbed his toe. And he's like jumping around and he's like, oh, my fucking foot, while you're mm-hmm. taking out his other friends. <laughs> I want to see a Lego game amazing. where that's part of the dialogue. Like, oh, my fucking foot. <laughs> oh, my foot. <laughs> but like it, it's fucking amazing looking so far. It also looks like um, there are a lot of there's a lot of characters. I don't know the exact number, but there's over I think 300 is the total. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're not gonna play all 300 because no way. But it's every single movie in the Skywalker franchise, which is what most people know when it comes to Star Wars. Right. Um, 
So probably not much of the uh, stuff that I would be into, like Rebels or Clone Wars or Mandalorian. I'm assuming those are – well, here's, there's a DLC with the Bad Batch and I believe Mandalorian as well. So I will be getting that because, of course, mm-hmm. um, there is, I believe, voice acting in the game. So there's a little bit of voice acting for the actual like movie parts. And then there is an option to turn on, if you remember from old Lego Star Wars games, they didn't have voice acting. It was like The Sims almost. Yeah, that garbly talk. Yeah, it was called mumbling. And there's a mumble option to turn that on in the game. (laughs) If you would like to like relive the old Lego Star Wars days. Yeah. So it looks great. There's also ships and like like flying. Mm -hmm. And the fast travel system is amazing because you'll pull up your HUD You'll have this map of all the planets you can go to. You'll click on it. You'll get in your ship, and then you'll go into hyperspace. And if you come out of hyperspace, there could be a Star Destroyer there. And you will have to do a dogfight so that you can then land on the planet. Okay, yeah, they went they went crazy. Yeah, they this. did, dude. They when went does it come out? Fucking hard. April fucking 5th. <laughs> Birth month, baby. Just for you. It's your birthday again. Literally. It's. I mean, it will be. I'm also apparently going to Galaxy's Edge my birth week. Yeah, it's all coming together. I love it when a plan comes together. Just be on the plane playing that Star Wars game. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Maybe I'll get it for Switch. Will Steam Deck be out by then, or am I just going to... Oh, wait, never like, mind, never mind. You're right. You're, per- you're absolutely right. What? You might not be playing it then. Yeah. I don't know if Steam Deck's out by then. If it's out by then, maybe... I'll get it on Steam instead. True. Or Game Pass. I don't know. Either way, I will be buying the fuck out of that game. And all these other ones that were reported today. Today. Would you like to take these away? Because I actually haven't read them yet, so I would like to be surprised as you're reading them. Oh, okay. Um, I did it on purpose. Got it. I, I wasn't busy that. at all today at work. <laughs> EA themselves, the EA Star Wars Twitter account, tweeted out... <clears throat> Electronic Arts and Lucasfilms announced new Star Wars title from Respawn Entertainment. Star Wars Jedi game from Stig Asmussen and the team. We already knew about that. That was coming. All right. FPS game with Peter Hirschman leading development. And a strategy game by Studio Bitreactor that Respawn is producing. So All right. Respawn is very busy. Um, That's the one that I did see. When we were talking in the Discord, that's all I saw is because someone said Star Wars Tactics game, and I'm like, I would love a Star Wars Tactics game because then I could like try it. I didn't know that it was actually a thing. I thought we were just discussing that Star Wars Tactic games could be a thing. Nope, they uh, my bad. <clears throat> they are working with Bit Reactor, and Bit Reactor tweeted out right after that. Guess this is where the fun begins. It is a thrill of a lifetime to work on EA Star Wars game with Respawn. Learn how you can join our team. And um, that's also what I saw. I, I went yeah. and applied. Here we are. <laughs> they um, and Bit Reactor is people who worked on XCOM and what was the other game? I said, other thing I said. I'm trying to find where I put it in the chat. Oh, and the Civilization games. Mm, okay. So, the guy who worked on those. Um, yeah. Hmm. Respawn, EA, Star Wars, they're busy. Oh, yeah. They are working. I'm very excited for the the next iteration in the Jedi chronological series, I guess. 
because it's not going to be Fallen Order, obviously, but whatever the next one is with Cal Kestis. Yep. And then uh, a first-person shooter, I assume, would have to be Battlefront 3? I mean, I'm pretty much assuming that, too. I mean, it's been long enough, but at the same time, I would also enjoy just an actual Star Wars game that's a first-person shooter that's not like... Like a game that's like a mass market game, like almost like a yeah. story first person shooter, if that makes sense. Like you want the you, you want the the Titanfall campaign mode, but Star Wars. That that would be I amazing. Was about, I was about to fucking say it. That would be yes. crazy if it was at that level of production. Dude, do that. Make it like a bounty hunter game, and like you have to go on different missions to hunt down different uh, bounties <clears throat> and bring them in. And get your credits and shit, but there's like an overlying story on top of all of that stuff that's going down, like in the criminal underground mm-hmm. or like the uh, the huts or whatever, like the the mafia of what it is in the Star Wars world. That would be my jam. That would be crazy shit. And then tactics. I I, I don't like tactic games, but I said I would try it because Star Wars, and I'm a I'm a simp. Hey, well, simp away when this comes out. I will. It's gonna be I a big year it. for Star Wars, man. Yeah. And and respawn is it just yeah. EA and or is respawn making the the tactics game as well? They're doing all, they're working on all three. Damn, have they ever made a tactics game? Respawn themselves? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. because Star the Star Wars account, the EA Star Wars account said we're excited to announce three new Star Wars games officially officially in the works from respawn. Damn, that's respawn crazy. Working. <clears throat> well, kudos to them. We always love respawn here, even with all your games starting to break a little bit. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, you just recently spam posted a bunch of news because we hadn't recorded yet. Uh, so, next up from Wario sixty four, Blizzard Entertainment is hiring for an unannounced brand new survival game on PC and console. To apply to that one too. I didn't see this till now, <laughs> but I will. I will. Got I'm a whole applying bunch of... to almost everything that exists as of this point. Is that oh, yeah, the art man. from the game, actually? I, I guess. Hmm. Unannounced survival game. They do have a lot of positions open. Senior character artist, engineering. These are all like leads and seniors and shit. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I'm looking for some entry level shit where they're not asking me to fucking have posted a triple A game, which is right. all of the entry level positions apparently. Sit in, sit in the big seat. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wanna dude, I hate that shit. I've been applying to so many positions in both gaming and film for mm-hmm. animation, and almost every single one, even though they're listed as entry level, is like requirements, the first one after your schooling. At least two to three shipped AAA titles or an animated feature film. I'm like, how is this entry level? Like, you can't tell me that I need to ship a AAA game if this is an entry level position. I run to the, run into the same thing when I look for audio jobs. It'll be like associate audio engineer. I'm like, all right, what's in mm-hmm. this? And I read it through. It's like, has worked on a AAA game, has been in a game studio. I'm like, all right, well fuck <laughs> has literally walked into a game studio before well i fucking am not i don't have that requirement I'm done there it is I'm like, but it's an associate i'm not even i'm not no senior i'm not even yeah. mid-level it's bad dude but um next up <clears throat> in the video game world technically mm-hmm. technically 
Do you want me to read this one? <laughs> Dwayne Johnson says that he is doing another video game movie. He quote says, we're going to bring one of the biggest, most badass games to screen. One that I've played for years. He obviously didn't reveal what game that is, but we just know that he is going to be in a video game movie this year or one that will be announced this year. If you had to think about what game The Rock has played for years, what would you think it would be? I'm thinking more about that than the fact that it's just a video game movie. I don't even give a fuck. I'm more so thinking, like, what have you, The Rock, who has the schedule of a madman, been playing for years? Besides Candy Crush or, like, Pokemon Go, you know? Because you're always on the go. You're always on a movie set. You're working out. You're eating 30 stacks of pancakes. You don't have time to sit there with a controller. I don't know, man. Uh... I don't even know. What's Unless it's game, like a retro game. What's the game on phones where you swipe the turn? It's like he's like in a tomb. temple run. Temple run. He'll be the temple run guy. He's already he's hate, always in these forest movies and stuff. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Like you're not actually wrong about this. <laughs> like that would definitely be a movie that he would make. Is it's that movie, he's the, the guy in Temple Run on the go? Yeah, for years. Yeah, it's been years. out since I was in high school. Jesus Christ. Did we just fucking crack the code? If it's fucking Temple Run, do you know how quickly I'm like, go back to that episode in Cliff where we said What episode is 67 Temple Run? <coughs> Dwayne the Cock Johnson in Temple Run. Yes. God Having damn. Temple Fun. I don't know, but would that be considered? He His said it's one of the biggest, most insane. badass games. I mean, in theory, it's for him. Would it technically be that like you're being chased by this creature the whole time you're making your way through the jungle, trying to get treasure like I also Indiana Jones light. He's played this part already. This is like Jungle Cruise or Jumanji. Yes. And that's why he would do it. (laughs) He just plays the same exact character. Yes. A hundred percent. It's the rock. Like, don't get me wrong. (laughs) He's not a bad actor. But he's not a good actor either. Like, if you see a movie with The Rock, he is The Rock. He is not the character that he was cast to play, except for maybe Black Adam when that comes out. I'll, I'll hold my thoughts till then. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at it, it's like something compared to John Cena in Peacemaker and The Suicide Squad. I don't see John Cena. It's yeah. not even because of this. It's not even this. <laughs> it's because he's actually the character. He actually acts as opposed to being john cena i think <clears throat> it's funny because cld shout out cld said the rock is duke nukem and i could definitely see him playing that character the super cocky quippy girls hanging off him action dude what if they came back to doom if they come back to doom is it a brand new Doom or is brand it new. a sequel to the Doom he was already in? I think it's brand new, but it's there's at least one or two like nods to the fact yeah. that that one existed. He's just going to walk into the, wherever the monsters are and be like, huh, feels like I've been here before. Yes, but I want him to be Carl Urban's character. I want him to be Doom Guy. Mm. Do we ever see Doom Guy? 
or is he like the master chief like where it's like you you only see the suit i think no right? you see the doom you see his face really yeah i never played the I, original played doom, doom his face is like in the like his face is your health bar because as you oh. get hit the more blood and stuff goes on his face all right I, I could see that though i could see doom if we're talking about just badass games um mm-hmm. trying to like rack my brain what if he would yo what if it was crash bandicoot how would that work is he crash is it's an animated movie he's crash and that that's it that's he's crash bandicoot oh, he's rock as crash bandicoot yes i cannot see him doing that voice you can't see him going whoa yeah but nah it can't be the rock it would be so what if the rock is just in the mario movie as a character we just don't know it yet if seth rogan wasn't already donkey kong i'd be like he's donkey kong yeah but also like no like I don't, because I'm. When you think of the word badass, like you don't think of Mario. No, true, offense. true, 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 true. I like, agree. I agree with that. He's not a badass in any <laughs> sense of the world. Like, if you were gonna go something like that, I would say like Metroid, but like obviously can't do that. Uh, with the Rock, at least, um, can't do Uncharted because Ham Talent is fucking doing true. it up. Good old Ham. Um, what else is there? I'm. I'm also thinking from the point of view of like. I've never heard The Rock even speak about playing games before in his, like, any interviews, any fucking, like, personal stuff. It's never. always been, I work out, I do this, I go do movies, and I exist, and then I hang out with my daughters. That's it. I think <clears throat> I think that, um, I don't know. What if Grand Theft Auto? Because then it's just Fast and the Furious again. He's already, he already knows That's how to act. That's boring. That's so boring. I'm trying to think of the biggest... It's also not a badass game. Like, yes, it's it is. not. If you, if you think about it in comparison to how gigantic it is. But, like, here's the thing. If it's based off... Is, what, what game is it based off of? Is it based off a specific game? Or is it just Grand Theft Auto, the name, and then it's a movie? You know that's exactly what they're going to do when they put out a Grand Theft Auto movie. It's going to be called Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> the first the first Grand Theft Auto movie like Grand Theft Auto 5 I, I don't know I, I can't rack my brain enough to tell you what his character would be but um, another video game movie coming down the pipeline yep alright um, couple quick stories and then on to some good housekeeping from the Frost G4 situation that we posted a video on on YouTube, just that, just in case you don't want to listen to the three-hour podcast, you can mm-hmm. go watch that with just the talk with Kev and Reef because it's a good talk and it needed it to be highlighted. Not even for the fact of, I was thinking about it like, man, do we really want to do this? Because like, it's kind of capitalizing off of the drama, but I'm also like, I feel like our part of the conversation is a good part that needs to be heard. Yeah. So, fuck it. Um, so, quick ones. Uh, this isn't necessarily a gaming thing, but people are very much a big fan of this into the nerdy gamer people community, um, is Disney plus they just greenlit a new series for Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Mm -hmm. You don't know what that is. I've never seen this or heard of this. I think we know it. I think I've heard of Percy Jackson, but never, I've never seen it or looked into it or read it or anything. So the original movies 
ironically, Ryan is a huge fan of these series because he read all the books, like mm-hmm. all the books. Like for me, my like go to bookstores and like get every single book was series of unfortunate events. Like I actually have them all right there tied up in a bungee cord right mm-hmm. next to me um, from my childhood. Mine was and hit, I, I didn't like Goosebumps. I could not wait for the new Goosebumps to come out. My mom would take me to the store so I can get it. Mine were all in my fucking elementary school library. So like I just hated them because the place <laughs> smelled bad. But um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but Ryan loved those books. I remember that avidly. And they came out with one movie that did, I would say, pretty well. It was definitely a kid's movie, but it was, you know, a good adaptation of the books as far as he was concerned for what his age was. And then they made a second one, and that one was okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely like, mm, eh, not that great. And then they stopped. It was just like, nope, no more. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, pretty much that. Um. And Ryan was very pissed because he loves those books. And he even loved the second movie. I, I will speak for him. I think he loved the second movie. Mm-hmm. But um, they just greenlit that, that they're going to bring that back to life. Um, and it's going to be a television show and not movies. So That's dope. That. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it because anything new on Disney+, Plus, I am at least game for as long as it's not like directly dedicated to kids you know like mm-hmm. i'm not out here watching the high school musical the musical the show you know i'm not doing that no thanks sorry i watched high school musical that's i'm done with that phase you know two hours later i'm like, done no breaking cam- free and soaring bro no cameras on chris is dancing around his room singing the songs i used <laughs> i used to stay up late on disney channel when they would have the dance along editions i would mm-hmm. never do the dances i would just want to be there because i loved the the in-betweens because they would go to commercial and then it would be the cast They'd be like okay now we're gonna teach you the basketball song and like they would just show you the dance moves and i was like <laughs> this is like behind the scenes and i like that mm-hmm. and i feel like that's why i like a lot of interview shit nowadays kind of but mm-hmm. like that's how i learned how to do the basketball thing from that movie you know like where like they hold it and then they go like that and then the ball stays in place oh, and yeah. you catch it. I-, I learned how to do that from that. You thought you were so cool, didn't you? Nope, because I couldn't hit a shot still. So, but you could do the let go catch it thing again. Sweet. There you go. That's all you need. But remember to say that when you're in your uh That's your, my Tinder bio. Interviews. I learned how to do the thing <laughs> from high school musical get your head in the game. But um LinkedIn yeah. message. Hey, we heard you learn how to do the uh the basketball thing. High school musical. We'd like you to animate it in spite of us. Right. <laughs> but no, um, that's the thing, and that's pretty much the last thing that we got in here. I did post a joking video in regards to a game called Pals World, which is coming out soon, which is Pokemon in Breath of the yeah. Wild style, but with guns like Fortnite. Of course. And it looks really weird. I don't know if you watch the full video or not. I, I highly it. recommend it because there's a portion at one random part where it turns into a sweat factory with yeah. Pokemon making guns on an assembly line. If you're not a part of our Discord, join our Discord. You need to. Um. All right. So just a little bit of good housekeeping before we get into the NGP questions submitted on our uh-huh. Discord. We also have some people who contact us via our email still. This is actually the first time write-in from Josh from Haptic Intel. Um, he wrote Josh? in, and it's. I'm going to preface this. I'm going to be reading for a long period of time, so brace yourselves, <laughs> listeners. Everybody hold on to something. Hold on to something. This is, a, this is a long <laughs> response. 
Um, this is in regards to the Frosk G4 talk that we did last week. Um, yep. If you didn't watch the actual whole entire podcast and get to that part, there's actually the whole entire discussion uploaded by itself on our YouTube channel now. So you can go directly watch that and only hear that part of the discussion if you guys are interested because um, even in, over there, and I'll talk about it as well, there's a comment, a couple comments in there that have been not necessarily eye-opening, I wouldn't say, but like they're, it, it's interesting to see another perspective Yes, because I'm not disagreeing with their perspective, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we can both agree that the situation isn't overall great. But yeah. moving forward, let's talk about Josh's first because he sent the email first. Um, so he said, started off with, hello, gents. Hello. I feel like this is my first time officially writing in, although I find that hard to believe. I think you've written in before, back in the day, before, like way before, because we had you on the podcast back as in well. Back long, long by yourself. Yeah, back when we were just starting to be two. But uh, right. I digress. Um, I listened to your gauntlet of a podcast from last week, and I agree with you with just about everything covered in your discussion surrounding Frost's comments on G4. However, I have one lingering thought I was wondering if you guys had an opinion on. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the long part. Get ready. All right. Long part. I find it hypocritical that G4 as an entity has taken such a stance against a, a staunch stance. I don't know what staunch means, but I think it's an adjective. It is. Um, on the topic of treatment of women in video games slash video game commentary. Do not get me wrong. I agree with Frost in the sense that women are not just there to be objectified in gaming or any space. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything she said, except the fact that the previous G4 female hosts were not there to be sexualized. I think G4 is one of the sole founders of such a sentiment towards women in games. The fact characters, hosts, etc. are over-sexualized and chats and communities treat them as sexual objects there to entertain with their looks, not their knowledge. In its infancy and throughout its original life cycle, G4 leaned into the sexualization of their female hosts. They sold entire shows on it. Their brand was much like Spike TV that it was for the dudes. In quotes, mm-hmm. they freaking employed a Playboy bunny and had weekly segments with Olivia Munn showing off her panties. And we'll get to that in a second as well, because that's what the YouTube comment kind of directly referenced. Yeah. So I agree women are not there to be objects or, quote, eye candy. Olivia Munn, Morgan Webb, etc. should have been acknowledged for their knowledge, acknowledged for their knowledge about gaming and pop culture, but had the company employ them with the mindset of, quote, sex sells. There are a lot of sad, tiny little people that have issues with women and do unfortunately think through through a strictly sexual or demeaning lens. Mm -hmm. Needless to say. However, if G4 was truly for women, progressive, and wanted to keep these toxic viewpoints within gaming, should they first not make amends with themselves? Should their current talent and hosts not at the very least acknowledge the history of the company that they work for? Frost should have directly addressed her employer in this call-out as well as the, because they are culpable. Revisionist history helps no one and leads to mass ignorance. I understand this may sound hyperbolic, but remember, the original G4 was the destination for video game content for the age of such mass creator market we find ourselves in. I really do not want to make this sound under, understated. G4 is one of the sole perpetrators of such toxic, hypersexualized climate. 
They might be making amends now and are certainly more inclusive, but I think they have a responsibility to acknowledge their role in perpetuating such a culture. I know you guys briefly touched on G4OG, but I want, wanted you to maybe take a deep dive a little more on this point specifically. My last point, and let me be clear on this, gaming mm. is for everyone. E for everyone. Um, anyone should be able to work in gaming free talk in gaming free from toxicity and anyone who thinks otherwise can go fuck themselves agree word uh but in this case g4 should hold up a mirror to their background uh thanks for reading my novella and in advance for sharing your opinions all right a lot to unpack there because Mm -hmm. i don't disagree no i don't disagree either um when we briefly brought up G4OG in the previous com- conversation, I wasn't necessarily trying to ignore what had happened in the past, more so that I feel like Frost's statement didn't necessarily like directly come at that. I don't think that when she brought up Morgan Webb and she brought up Olivia Munn, she was talking about G4's treatment of them or like their persona on the show per se. I think she was more so talking about them as like people mm-hmm. in her statement, at least like when she was like, they did not exist for you to masturbate to and shit like that. And among other things that she said, however, it does bring up a point that while they are people and they didn't, that that's not what they're there for. That's what the original G4 very much treated them as and Mm -hmm. we can all see this from i've had youtube recommended videos come to me recently of olivia munn in a pool of like whipped cream wearing like a nurse's or not a nurse a maid outfit Mm -hmm. and kevin prayer standing to the side because that was attack of the show that was yeah and it's a different time to be fair and i mean it's not really much of an excuse as of this point but um i also feel like it's. I don't know if I would consider it as fair to call this G four the same as the old G four. Like it's not. I I get it. Like it is inherently G four. Mm-hmm. There's the same faces, just a little bit more wrinkled. You know, <laughs> for two of them at least. I don't think anyone else is from previous show. Yeah. But at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like. That is something that needs to be addressed, but I don't think that's what the conversation was about specifically. I think it was about like what it is currently and what is going on now in this moment for Frosk, as opposed to what had happened previously in G4. Yeah. Like, yes, that's an issue and that should be brought up. I, I do agree. I agree with that. She could have she could have referenced it a little bit. She could have even said who we were then is not who we are now. Exactly. Um, Just that one sentence would have cleared up so much. Right. Um, But that's been in gaming culture in the past. You know, that that was a thing. Like, even whether right or wrong, I'm not defending it, but Mm -hmm. even at the conferences, they would have, like, the booth babes. They're literally there to be treated to sexualize them. Yeah, 100%. Um. I think it comes down to, like you said, like, it's just, we're in a different time. They wouldn't dare do it now. 
Oh yeah, not in the least bit. And if they did, it would be very tongue in cheek. Like that's that's why I was trying to reference like Attack of the Show now as well because like Kevin, like well, here's the thing, Kevin Pereira. I don't know him. I can't speak on his actions or what he did in the past on the previous Attack of the Show. If that was him doing it, or if it was the people and the higher ups or something, mm-hmm. but like his comedy style is very sexualized in nature. If you watch any of the Attack of Show that is currently going on, like right. they joke heavily and it's very tongue in cheek to the point where sometimes it's a little bit like, They're "Come on, the boundary." You're very much on the line here. Like right. there's there's sometimes where it's like, "Come on, let's let's hold back a second. But at the same time, it's still in in jest there's never any seriousness behind it yeah. and you can tell because the dude's face when he smiles kind of looks like the meme face like mm. the like the not to be a dick but i get what you said right but like he's definitely hamming it up and it's over sexualized still just not in the way that it was previously where it was based around actual sexualization of people with like you mm-hmm. know in like you know the panty of the week or whatever with the Olivia yeah. Munn. But, um, yeah. Do you have anything else before I read this YouTube comment? Nah, you can go to the YouTube because I pretty much, what you said and then me adding to it was, that was pretty, pretty much, I shared the same sentiment. Yeah. Um, as far as YouTube goes, we did receive a comment already on the, um, just the upload of itself, mm-hmm. uh, of the conversation by itself. Um, and this was from Chan capital S or Chans, I don't know what the specific pronunciation is, but um, Chans kind of uh, echoes the sentiment of Josh, ironically, mm-hmm. in a little bit, but with a little bit more specificity on the, the things like the Olivia Munn panty thing. But um, he said, he or she or they, I don't know. There's no profile picture besides the letter C. Um, C says. <laughs> C. Uh <laughs> It's true that G4 should probably evolve from their old content, but, capital letters, you can't go straight from Olivia Munn's panty pile, which was the name of the show, to scolding the audience. Don't you think they skipped a few steps before having the right to lecture the crowd? He then put an edit in because this was a little bit later. I mean, what if tomorrow the WWE started to scold everyone for watching violence on television after years of glorifying wrestling. The first step should have been acknowledging how G4 contributed to the problem and made money off of the female sex appeal, mm-hmm. which I then wrote a very lengthy response because I was kind of in a mood from work today. You couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> um, if you know, you know. Um, but I wrote out a response where I didn't want to sound too angry, but I was also like, you're right, but also wait a second. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, I straight up said to him, I was like, I feel like we didn't go straight from the panty pile to scolding in my opinion, humbly. Um, pretty much the original G4 was canceled in 2014 back in like way long ago. It's been gone for a while. So much has changed since then. Yeah. While this while the rebrand is relatively new it was put up in november i believe is the first time that we got like the actual up and running stuff so it's very very new but it isn't the same g4 right like in my opinion i understand why you're using g4 as like a name brand but like 
I don't think it's G4, if that makes sense. It's not what it was in yeah. the before time in 2014 and before. Yeah. Like as a, even as like a, a television network, if we're going to go that far, like if you go watch it on cable television, it is completely different. It's almost like a, not necessarily bootleg, but like a simple down version of Adult Swim with the interludes and whatnot, and then clips from the live streams that they put into a TV format, which works really well mm-hmm. for people who don't want to be on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. So like the market is there for that. But at the same time, like, it's not the same at all. Like, yeah, you still have Adam doing his five out of five reviews for uh, X-Play. And you have fucking Kevin uh, uh, showing videos from the internet, like America's mm-hmm. Funniest Home Videos on Attack of the Show. But, like, objectively, the people that are on this now are so much different compared to what they were. Right. Um what I said was while they could have acknowledged how the past G4 was a problem, which I do agree with um, in some areas, I feel like the overall point of the rant is current iteration of what G4 is. It is not people who are keeping that narrative going with the chats and Twitter and all the comments that need to realize that this is new and move on. Not necessarily change the past or ignore it, but yeah. just realize this is something new. This is where we are now. Yeah. We can, we can agree that that's a thing. There's not a... <laughs> I don't want to say that they need to say that the previous J4 was bad, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like, that, if you need to say it, that's weird to me, in my opinion. Like, it's obvious that the previous motives were bad with the sexual appeal and the sexualization of the female cast. That goes along with you it being a different, and this is not me defending it. I got to keep prefacing that. Um, it's just a different time. Yeah. Because while it was happening, not that not outwardly but no one was saying get this off tv this is terrible yeah this is horrible why are you doing this to these women now if Mm -hmm. that was going on behind closed doors i can't speak for that i'm just speaking of it wasn't brought to the light like it would be now yeah it was more accepted in that culture at that time Mm -hmm. not saying it's right or wrong just this that's just what it was yeah exactly um I go on to say, I, I reference his reference to WWE because, like, I get where him, they, sorry, for their reference to WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really like it, not to be a dick about it, but I feel like the the comparison to violence for the WWE doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. So then I brought it back and I was like, well, no, it's the same thing exactly for the WWE. In the case of the WWE reference, and I mentioned wrestling fans, so I love that reference. Um, they have done much more terrible things in the past when it comes to women and the over-sexualization of women mm. in their company on live television in front of children at live events. Right. Like, there used to be bra and panty matches in front of live crowds. Mm. There used to be, there was a live sex scene on one episode of Raw in which Edge and Lita put a bed in the middle of the ring and they fucked. Well, here's the thing. Did they actually? Don't know. Wrestling is, you know, it's a show. But at the same time, that's what was happening in the show, on the mm-hmm. show. There's clips of, like, wrestling now compared to then, where there's a clip of John Cena. He's like, do you want to, like, he's just, you know, doing his usual sm- smack talk. And he's like, you want to hear it in Chinese? And then says something in Chinese, yeah. like, fluently. And then it shows a video of The Rock 
from back in the day saying some hella racist shit trying to sound Asian, quote unquote, air quotes, mm-hmm. and it's bad. It's terrible. I don't think The Rock's ever gone back and been like, oh, man, that was bad. Or WWE's been gone back and been like, this is bad. But then mm-hmm. even worse so from the women perspective, um, I go on to say they themselves were a part of that. We don't hear the same amount of anger from the fans, in quotes, right? when a woman superstar is currently sexualized and treated like shit. Like there's a woman superstar by the name of Alexa Bliss who is – constantly talked about in her comment sections and over sexualized there's been people that have stalked her there's been people who have like threatened her soon-to-be husband and saying like oh you don't deserve her and shit like that and like taking it so far meanwhile we're not as mad at that compared to the person on g4 who's bringing up that this is an issue which doesn't really make sense to me you know Mm -hmm. um but in my personal most of the actual fans so the people who Realized G4 had a problem back in the day, have learned and grown and become better people, and now G4 is back, and they see this new G4 that's like this whole new world where everyone's diverse and there's an actual cast of people that respect each other. They're like, oh shit, can't believe that this is back, and it's what it's supposed to be, and what it was meant to be back in the day without all the over-sexualization. So... I feel like those fans, the real fans, like they'll still back up Frost, even though, you know, it's not. She didn't necessarily do it in the right way by referencing the old G4, you know? But, yeah. Yeah, I I think, I mean, and I think they agree with this, um, but I think her point remains. I mean, she could have added that, that one caveat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I mean, and who knows? I don't know. I mean, that was clearly like she planned to say that during the show, but at the mm-hmm. same time, like it was already pretty long winded. I doubt she wanted. She probably wanted to get her initial point across, mm-hmm. and then towards the end, kind of you know, added yeah. extra points to it. And and the thing that's crazy is that she was reading off a teleprompter. She wrote this so that she could read it because obviously. That's a hard thing to read on live television, even though it was twitched in YouTube, but it's going to television, I assume, unless for some reason they pull it, which would be really fucking stupid in my opinion. Really stupid. But um, they had to approve this. So everyone who is a higher up in that office that they are now in had to approve that being talked about Yeah. for it to go through. Mm-hmm. So it was approved. The people on the 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 bench with them, uh, the Black Hokage, the completionist, and Adam over in the cesspool. Um, I don't think that those the two on the actual bench with her. I don't think they knew that that's where she was going. But yeah, they were in support so. of her. And then same thing with Adam. And then Adam also said something that people had a problem with. But we're not going to go into that because I think that's like a lesser problem that mm-hmm. he pretty much said fuck off to like the people if you think that that's what we're going to be now but again he's right fuck off yeah but um it's weird like it's one of those things where it's like i'm i understand why there's those issues there but Mm -hmm. at the same time they know who their actual audience is and who they want their audience to be and if you're not among a set of people that can see 
that Frosk was speaking genuinely from her heart and how she feels about this shit, then you're not among the audience. Pretty much. For G4. Right. Like, that's it. It's just as plain as day. And here's the thing. You don't like it? You like the old G4? Guess what? Go watch it. It still exists. It didn't go anywhere. It's online everywhere. Yeah. You like? You want to go watch fucking Olivia Munn's panty thing? Go watch it. Go comment there. Go tell her that you masturbated in the comments <laughs> there on some random dude's YouTube video from 2013. Yeah, good luck it, with that. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's... That, have fun. Right. Good luck, have fun. That's all I could say. But, um, yeah, I feel like this... The conversation is obviously always open, and mm. I don't think they've referenced it since when it happened, if I'm being honest. I also haven't been caught up with G4 because I've been a little bit busy behind the scenes. So, I mean, there was a stream tonight, and I completely missed it. So, that's the thing. Um, if there are anything anything further comes from this that's, like, genuinely talked about, we'll talk about it. But Right. As far as I think that we can talk about, I feel like we're refresh out. Yeah, yeah, but I think we elaborated enough. I think they can understand where we're coming from. Yeah. I mean, we'll keep following it. I mean, if there's any more developments in that story specifically, but mm-hmm. I yeah. think at the end of the day, we are all on the same page. We're just all yeah. in support of Frost, which he said, and how gaming should operate in that situation yeah. going forward yeah and even if it wasn't mentioned of how bad g4 used to be we don't know what's happening in conversations behind closed doors at that office like they could be talking about doing something about that now and we don't know mm-hmm. and that's the thing that's not the conversation that was being had when she spoke it was right. different it's very very similar it's in the same vein but it's not the specific thing that she was talking about and the sooner people realize that and then move on from that, and then we can tackle the issue of what G4 used to be, and we can address that if it needs to be addressed, which mm-hmm. personally, I don't think it needs to be addressed. We can all objectively see that that was a bad thing. Yeah. But here we are. Um, thank you to Josh for that long-winded email. We Very much appreciate you. you. dude. Yes. Um, if you haven't yet, which I don't know why you wouldn't, uh, go over to youtube.com forward slash haptic intel to check out their podcast, Josh Please. and Brett, every single week. They do it live and then they cut up the pieces to make little baby videos. And so, it's dope and they know what the hell yes. they're talking about. Yes, they're also way more focused than we are. Even though we were pretty focused, this we, were, we got back on track this episode. All we got to do is add a time limit to it. <laughs> true, that, that is very much true. And then <laughs> come back whole- an hour later. Yeah, yeah. But there, there was a whole lot of, like, news, too. It was a lot to talk about. I just think, I don't think we're necessarily refocused. I think it's the fact that There's the end of last about. year, beginning of this year, there was no news. Yeah, so it was just <laughs> us just bullshitting for three hours talking about piss, shit, and cum. We just you got, know? There you go. We just got to be friends. <laughs> true. On a microphone. That is very, very true. But, um... Yeah, so which you will hear more of in the Patreon. Yeah, soon once you subscribe. Um, But other than that, uh, definitely check out the YouTube video if you want to hear our original thoughts 
on the Frost situation with uh, that art guy, Kev, and Reject Reef. Um, it's a great video, yeah. in my opinion. I think it's one of our better conversations we've had, and I'm really glad that uh, Reef reached out on Twitter to ask us. And Definitely. We were able to give our opinions on it mm-hmm. because I very much love the new G4, and it's a good time. Yeah, so, on track. Hell yeah. Um, moving forward, every single week at the end of the podcast, we do the same exact segment in which we go over to our Discord or our email, depending on where they come from, and we take questions from the NGPs, the nerdy gamer people, as you can read from Ant's hat that is about four inches higher than it should be. Um, Sitting <laughs> on my headphones. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're going to do that real quick and head over to the Discord. Let me just do that. For the pod questions, which was the first one that we got this week? I forget. I'm scrolling back up just to make sure I, I, I could tell which is the first question. I think it might uh, have been Seal Diesel, the 19th, but I could be wrong. Yeah, that's what I was just going past. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay. You want to read that one to start? Yep. A good friend CLD asks, <clears throat> if Pokemon sure. Arceus is successful, should that be the format for all mainstream Pokemon games going forward? I, I, I don't think so. I think they'll never leave that tried and true formula because Pokemon yeah. is supposed to be an entryway to like kids and RPGs. And I don't think they'll ever, ever abandon it. Yeah. I um, think they might have something like this going alongside it now. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I, I think that's, th- that's already rumored, right? Like the Legends series is going to yeah, keep going. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. So that's gonna. I think that's so. That's already a thing. But I don't think they'll ever not have like get Random up in a town. Yeah, yeah. Go three starters. Pick your Pokemon. I don't think they'll ever abandon that. Yeah, because those those games are meant for kids to yeah. bring them into the world of Pokemon. Arceus or Arceus, if you're an OG. Um, it feels like the the game that has been, you know, people would have been people would have been waiting for. You know, yeah, we've been waiting for a game where we can feel like we're an actual trainer in the world as opposed to some fucking little sprite. You know, exactly. Nobody wants to be a little sprite. You want to make I mean, sure there's stakes. What? What? They're like there's stakes. Like there's stakes to your adventure. I was thinking. See, I was thinking. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Because I was there because I said the word sprites and I was thinking of the soda. And then you <laughs> said like stakes. And I'm like, sprite and steak? That sounds weird, bro. It's the next Pokemon Sprite and Steak. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. But um I I also agree with that. I feel like that in my opinion, I feel like there's not enough Pokemon games. I feel like even with like let's just say there's a legends game and a you know like a two mm-hmm. rocks or colors or whatever the fuck shit that we're gonna get to next mm-hmm. shapes geometry and Directions. shit Pokemon <laughs> calculus and Pokemon geometry like I you know like we have options here Had but um before we turn that one on I know right calculus is easier though so it's all good um fucking. The thing is, I feel like we need more Pokemon games in general. 
as a whole. Like I remember back in the day on Game Boy when we would have Mystery Dungeon where you would play as the Pokemon mm-hmm. and there'd be like a story in this world and like you'd be talking to other Pokemon and like there was actual things happening. You could like bring Pokemon into your party, into this dungeon crawling and it was just mm-hmm. a, a different escape. Then you have Pokemon Snap, which is its own thing and like pokemon stadium like there should always be like a superfluous amount of pokemon shit because there's Mm -hmm. that many fucking pokemon now yeah we should never not have a pokemon game one a year i don't care if it's you know fucking whatever it is it needs to be one new pokemon game a year from a different type in my opinion humbly but um um, they really need to I guess Pokemon Legends Arceus, I think that's that's a step in the right direction. Obviously, we haven't played it yet. Um, yeah, yeah. But at the it's same time... not getting the best reviews right now. But It's not? It's... it's there's not a lot to do, apparently. Hmm. Like, it's very one-dimensional, is what I'm hearing so far. Like, it's, it's neat, but it's not Breath of the Wild. Right. So... I kind of stopped thinking it would be the more they started showing us. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think, and that's not even saying this is going to be bad. I'm, I'm just curious to know. Oh, it's not bad at all. Like, yeah. it's just I, its I, own thing. I think they need, I think Pokemon is such a legacy property that they can take the risk of getting, and we've said this ad nauseum, but they can go kind of wild with it if they want. There's enough Pokemon to do it. Like, you can make the Final Fantasy of Pokemon. Let it go the distance. Like, you can make the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake of Pokemon now. That'd be interesting, because, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know what I would want that to be, because, like, in theory, you could be a trainer, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's how it works. But you could also just be the Pokemon. Hear me out. Picture you've seen Final Fantasy VII Remake, like how the fight yeah. scenes are. So you're kind of walking, you're kind of camera focused on the enemy. You're kind of moving around it as you attack it. Mm-hmm. The way I see it is you're the trainer. Um, so say you're in a boss fight or whatever you're battling against. A wild Pokemon has appeared. Right. And it's, it's that fucking sick. Pidgey because it obviously is. <laughs> so it has that same exact viewpoint as the FF7 Remake fight scene is mm-hmm, but you have to throw, throw a pokemon you you a little side menu comes up when you open the menu in seven remake the entire scene slows down to a speed where it's impossible for you to like miss the action unless it's like really close to you mm-hmm. so like everything slows down you open up your little satchel where your pokeballs are it tells you your options of pokemon to throw you pick the pokemon you want to throw he throws it out the pokeball obviously opens up pokemon jumps out now you're controlling the pokemon you're using the attacks to fight the enemy or other Pokemon or boss or gym leader or whatever you're mm-hmm. fighting it <clears throat> using all like it's specialized attacks. So if it's Pikachu, you're hitting it with like little mini thunder shocks. It's taken down like a little MP meter. You might have to like walk around, let it heal up a little bit. You mm-hmm. are in typical RPG, RPG style. You can um heal yourself or whatever, but it would be your trainer. So if you need to heal, you can throw out multiple Pokemon at once, depending on the situation. You can mm-hmm. swap between the Pokemon you're using in any given moment. If you need to heal, you can like access a menu that's really just your trainer going in his bag, getting a potion, throwing it out into the field, 
heal you as you're like an action RPG. I like that. It's almost like you have to go back to your trainer to get the potion, like a pit yeah. stop in NASCAR or some shit. That'd be cool. Yeah. I like I that. I think that could work in that style. Yeah, 100%. I agree. There's a part of me that's like, I really want that, but I'm also like, I feel like that's what Arceus was going to be and then wasn't. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like once Arceus seems like it's that, right? Like it's like, mm-hmm. yes, this is that. And then, then you get to a battle and it's still turn-based battles. And I'm like, how is this turn-based combat right now? Like, how are you not giving me full control of this Pokemon and letting me, like, Pokemon Stadium this shit, you mm-hmm. know? Like, that's insane. But even but Pokemon um, Stadium is just a better-looking version of the original Game Boy game. <clears throat> You're is, picking What's the, the one game that you fight? Like, like actually? There's, like, a game where you, like, it's, like, Pokemon Tournament or some shit like that, then, that's maybe? Pokemon, yeah. That's, like, yeah, a that one, that's what fighting I'm, game. Yeah. In my mind, that's what I'm thinking of when I said... Uh, Pokemon Stadium, sorry. Yeah, I think that's what Pokemon... I think they need to start giving more control over the Pokemon. Yeah. like Even I don't Smash wanna... had it right. Like, right. Smash Brothers but did it. That's exactly my point. That's how... It should be the Pokemon trainer character, those actions, like how you control that, but that, that mechanic in a fleshed-out game. Yeah, I agree. You throw the, once you throw that Pokeball and the Pokemon comes out, you're the Pokemon now. 100%. Only access the trainer again to either throw out another Pokemon to switch to or to heal or something. Dude, that'd be so good too, just for like an open world setting as well. Like, let's just say like Arceus, like if it was like this, mm-hmm. you could like, say you had a Pikachu or a small Pokemon, you could do like the fucking Arkham City shit with like Riddler trophies and like. You can have Pikachu like go through this little maze of like a small area that you can't mm-hmm. get into as the trainer to go get this little Riddler trophy. Exactly. It would probably be a Pokeball or whatever with like a antidote in it, which nobody mm-hmm. uses. And then there'd be ones where it's like you need a big Pokemon to lift some shit or like you need a swimming Pokemon to swim across mm-hmm. something for all these like different collectibles. And like that would work so well in that Final Fantasy type game, but... As far as Arceus goes, I don't think that this is going to be the model. The model will always be the, here's another X amount of Pokemon. Let's get the next round of kids in. Because that's 100% all that they do mm-hmm. is next generation for the next generation of people, yeah. kids. And then Every once they're hooked. Handheld, it's like Pokemon is the onboarding. Yeah, 100%. And then the cards, but... Yeah, you can't find them really. So there's that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't be mad if Arceus was like the new model as well. Like that's the thing. It's like yeah, no, I'm not gonna be mad about it. But it's also like you're kind of taking away your key demographic. Like, will kids play this? Yes, but they're not going to get as much enjoyment from this game as they will a simple handheld game. Yeah. You know, so there's that. Right. Um. I think there was a follow-up to that specific yeah. question from Lucas. Lucas. Right under that, asked to kind of piggyback off CLD's question: How well do you how well do you think a Pokemon game would work if it let you choose any town to start in, and your starter Pokemon were based on the gym's theme of that town? Like, for example, Pewter City, you choose from like Sandshrew, Gollum, or any other rock ground type. That'd be really cool to me, in my opinion. Like if you, it was more of a choose your own adventure as opposed mm. to, even if it was just the beginning, like 
like if you could just choose where your character was from like in the regular Mm -hmm. pokemon series it's like i'm from this town like you still need to make your way to the first gym right good luck but you still need to make your way to that that will be challenging though because of all the map things that they put along the way of that path where like you need to unlock this by this level and you get this after this gym so like it might Fuck they'd probably you switch it up. They'd probably they'd have to switch up the structure of the layout to make it work no matter where you yeah. start. It, it would be interesting. Um, I think that'd be cool as fuck because then it would just give you more options to be more personalized who you want to be from the start as opposed to just like here are the same three starters that everyone's getting. Like you'll still mm-hmm. have that option. Like if you start in basic bitch city with the two houses <laughs> and your best friend. Uh, sure. Yeah, you're getting one of the three starters, but you have the option to start in Pewter City, and you right. will get a Sandshrew, a Geo Dude, or an Onyx to start, and that's it. Or like, I mean, they would still probably give you three different types. Now that I think about it, because they wouldn't just give you three Rock types. It would just be mm-hmm. something in that vein, like a Rock, a Dark, and maybe like Ghost. You know. Yeah. Maybe it's just randomized each time. Right. Like you go to a different area, boop, randomizer. As of that point, just play a randomizer, which are actual things. But yes. here we are. But um, yes. After what we said about the different kind of Pokemon game. Now I kind of want like, I would love for like we get like a Nintendo Direct and we're watching it and it just says Square Enix in association with Game Freak or the Pokemon Company, mm-hmm. and they make a uh you may we have a square-esque pokemon game rpg that'd be pretty cool i'd like that I, I'm, I'm always down for more pokemon that's the thing like pokemon is always going to be an easily accessible game for everyone mm-hmm. and it's sh- it always shocks me how they don't capitalize on it more like it, it i feel like it's just the nintendo way of their games where it's like yeah, you know, Luigi's Mansion's pretty cool, but we're going to do, like, we're going to wait a really long time before we do a sequel. You know what, man? Mario's pretty cool, but we're going to wait a long time before we make a sequel that's actually really good. And then the same thing with Zelda, and the same thing with Metroid, and this, like, it's all the things that, like, dedicate to them, where they're like, yeah, we're going to wait a long time to make this thing, and you're going to buy it anyway, and you're going to play the fuck out of it. Animal Crossing, same thing. Right. When they could literally just be not just like spamming, but they could just be flooding gamers like consoles with great games with the same properties. You could make a classic Mario game if you wanted to, like a, a side scrolling that's pretty much Mario Maker, but make it better. They need to like, do that. Like that it's new such Super Mario Bros. style is done. Yeah. And then the Mario Odyssey style as well. Like you could be making a Mario Odyssey like every three, four years. Then you need to make a couple retro games in between. Do like a Paper Mario. Do something like you have so much. It's yet funny you because do they so little. They eventually do these things. It just takes forever. Like you got <clears throat> all the 3D Zeldas, and then you got like Link Between Worlds on 3DS, and then you got more. You got waited years for another 3D um, 3D Zelda. Then you got um. Uh, a Link's Awakening remastered on Switch. Like mm-hmm. they always sprinkle it in. Like it's been forever since we got Metroid, and then Metroid Prime Four got delayed till who knows when. So then they gave us um, Metroid Dread. 
Yeah. Is, they're all the retro inspired ones. Like they give us the retro ones in the middle, but there's it take it's so much space in between mm-hmm. the last installment that you almost forget it's even an inner like it's even something they're throwing in to save time. Hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's just me. Where I, I don't want to sound greedy. Where I'm like, just make all the games. But I'm like, you have the assets to be able to make all of the games. Yet you choose to do almost none of the games. Like you could be in the middle, but you choose to be at the very end of like, we're gonna put a <laughs> shit ton of space in between all of these because fuck you, mm. we're Nintendo. <laughs> but um, yeah. Needless to say, Arceus shouldn't just be the new model. It should be a model. An additional model. Yeah, I would say that. Um, quick question from quite frankly. I mean, we're just going to meme on this before we get to the, I think, the final question. Uh, he says, so hear me out. Uh, what if SpongeBob is a gun in Fortnite? <laughs> Considering he's full of holes and has been able to shoot out bubbles. No. Just no. Like, how? Like, what do you mean? Like, like he's full of holes so i think i even responded to this didn't i yeah yeah i'm just more so he said but what if spongebob was a bomb and like a c4 and then squidward could be a gun that's what he said squidward's flute can be a gun squidward would be a gun you squeeze his nose and then it would come out the tentacles okay so if his nose so is he over your shoulder like a rocket launcher and his nose you're holding on to? I mean, in theory, he has four legs, so you could probably use one of them as like a, a like a front grip. You could nose and then front grip. Unless his four legs are all busy and then you need to use his fifth leg. I thought see, I'm glad you said it. Because I was like, well, if I'm holding him like this, you're holding his him. other nose. <laughs> so I mean, we'll take the elephant out of the room. Like so we we'll have to grab his nose and his dick and shoot him like a fucking Do you know what it'd be called? What? Bold and brash. Well done. Well done. All the SpongeBob um, heads out there, I know you got that one. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right. Final question. Just made it in time for this week's podcast since we recorded a little bit later in the week. Uh, from Ryan, which is this is the first time we've heard from Ryan in a question in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, the Kirby talk in last week's episode got my brain question brewing on the way to work, and it's been too long since I've asked a question. Correct. Question mm-hmm. is, what is a game franchise that has been rebooted recently that you didn't play when it they originally came out, but you were always interested in them? For him, it was Kirby. There was a kid at our church that would always play it, and we never had it. Uh the only memory I have of Kirby is watching him play over his shoulder, and for some reason I was fascinated by the character and Meta Knight and would even pick them a fair bit in Smash Brothers because their abilities and design. I can see that being a thing. Yeah. Kirby was great. Yeah, Back we never had Kirby, man. I don't know why. Like I, I mean to be fair, what 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 was Kirby on that would have been like a good what, game? All right, what year was this when y'all were this little? Yeah. Like, all right. 2005 to 10 ish. Okay. Like in that, that, in that determine, window, that would determine what Kirby you're playing. Because <clears throat> when I was a kid, first time I saw Kirby was the first Kirby, and that was on the big gray brick Game Boy in 90. 
I don't remember what year that was. Five, six, seven, somewhere in there. Um, so if it was the two thousands, mid to late two thousands, you're thinking you're talking probably on Game Boy Advance. Game, well, Game Boy Advance or like DS. There were Kirby games because they they released a Kirby game on every handheld. Hmm. Were there any any like that were like out of this world great? Kirby. Kirby's the the favorite of all Kirby's is Kirby Superstar. Mm-hmm. Kirby Superstar, I always hear about Kirby's Dreamland Two, Kirby Return to Dreamland. There's another one, but I can't remember the name of it. But those mm-hmm. ones that I just named are like the the top tier Kirby games. Gotcha. So what about you? Were, were there any series that have been rebooted that you just never had a chance to uh, play when you were a kid? Um, well, we, we got to play Mass Effect. Mass Effect. I never played Bioshock. Um, uh, what else? I'll definitely hop on the Mass Effect bandwagon because I remember like middle school for me into high school. One of my old best friends, uh, that was like his game. Like mm-hmm. he could not sing more praises of Mass Effect. And I just never was in the position to play it ever. Like I was always one console behind. So like I didn't actually have it at the time. And then mm-hmm. right when I would get the new console, there'd be a new mass effect. And I didn't, I didn't want to fucking not play that one. So I didn't play this one. I'm like, Nope. Yeah. Well, I can't do that. To be fair, I've not, I've still not played mass effect to be fair, but same. I like we, um, the the Xbox 360 slash PS3 era is my I'm it's it's like a dead zone for me in gaming because mm-hmm. that's what that was when I was doing a lot of recording music, hundred percent. Yeah. So like my priorities were kind of different then, which is kind of fucked because I had more time then than now. So like I missed that whole. I didn't miss it because I would certain games I just wasn't going to not play. I was still the same Nintendo freak, so I was playing the Nintendo games and the 3DS games and the Game Boy Advance games and the Wii and Wii U games, depending on the game. Like I was still playing when the new Super Mario Brothers first came out. Of course I played that. Of course I played the Zeldas. Of course I played the Smash Brothers. Um, Grand Theft Autos, I still stopped everything to play those. Um, 360, I still played Gears. Um, I played the first two Halos, but that wasn't even on 360. That was on the original Xbox. Certain games was like I'm. I'm still. I don't. I didn't forget gaming that much. Mm-hmm. I still got to play that. But um, that era, I've never. Well, I've played it, but I've never. I don't know shit about Uncharted. Like I know about it, but I haven't played any of them start to finish. I've seen the end of two, and that's only because my dad had it, and I was beating it at his house for him. He's like, I can't beat this part. He hand me the controller. Nice. Like I've never played this, but. I'll try. Just casually beat it. No, the just beat it. <laughs> but nice. I've seen the end of two. That's the only thing I've seen of Uncharted. Um, what else? Halo is another good one that you mentioned, though, because being a kid not having an Xbox ever <coughs> and mm-hmm. kind of getting left behind, like in that way, where it was like, if I was going to have a console, that was the only console we were going to have. Yeah, and that was it. But besides, like Game Boys, which I don't really 
I count them as consoles, but I don't in the sense that, like, because Ryan and I both would get one mm-hmm. as kids. Like, it wouldn't be like the PlayStation where it's like, here's one PlayStation. Right. This is both of yours. Figure out who the fuck's playing it when. That's it. One PlayStation, please. Can I have a turn on the PlayStation? No, you can't. <laughs> Fuck you. And it was it was an argument every time of who was going to be able to play the PlayStation. And it's like, well, I'm gonna play this for a little bit, and then I'll then you can play. And it's like, okay, it's been a little bit. Not done. Sorry, not mm-hmm. done. And like it was an argument every time. Saying that's what happened with the PS3. And I remember we had to beg for the PS3. We had to beg, dude. PS3 was an expensive ass system. It was. And it was one of those things where, like, when we finally got it, I was like, cool, dope, awesome. And then I think it was Modern Warfare 3 came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, we can do split screen online. And I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, no more arguments ever again. Right. And to be fair, there wasn't really that much. It was more just, you know, camaraderie of winning duos, gun play games and shit but like the ps4 both of us had to get i don't know how we had to do it but that was like the year where it was like both of us need a a console we're not going through that again yeah (laughs) not again not this time but not like um, this but yeah halo though sorry that that was a big tangent um halo i've always wanted to play halo because people would fucking hype it up so much as being the best game of all time with the campaign, with the like the shooting, with the online, with everything. People hopping online every night after school to go play Halo with each other. Meanwhile, I'm over here with my PS2 playing my PS1 demo discs because I don't have <laughs> PS2 games. So like I'm just like getting left behind the dust. And then I finally get a PC and I'm like, I still don't play it. And then I'm in college and that's when I f- first download Halo it's like the master chief collection mm-hmm. i think and it had like all of them and i played like one or two games and i hated it i was like is this what i fucking miss this fucking garbage mm-hmm. halo infinite comes out <laughs> that game is so fucking fun it's so good dude the online i haven't played the campaign yet because i want to play mm-hmm. co-op as well but like yeah. it's the, the multiplayer is just phenomenal like, even when you're not doing good, you're having a good time. And that's the thing that's weird to me. It's it's the same thing with, like, like Fortnite. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, it's a little bit more childish of a game. But, like, if I'm not doing good, I'm still having a good time having fucking fun with friends and chatting it up. Same thing with Halo. Apex, fuck, go fuck yourself. Um, that's a fresh <laughs> I think that's wound. the key to first-person shooters. If you can make it fun even when you're not winning, then mm-hmm. you're golden. Like, I... I remember we used to play um, PUBG and it was cool, but like that was a game where like, if you're not doing well, it becomes not fun at all. 100%. Unless you're just on the headphones, like talking, busting, like busting jokes with your friends or something. Mm-hmm. But just playing it and losing in PUBG was like, yeah, this is fun. You want the chicken dinner. Isn't that what they called it? Yes. Right? That's such a winner, fucking... winner, chicken dinner. That was a time. What was the um another series that rebooted and I didn't play it? Um, I don't know. 
um, yes. um, 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 fucking where Tiny Tina comes from. Oh, Borderlands? That was that one rebooted? Yeah, then they came out with the collection. That's not a reboot. That's a collection. I thought it was like an HD. Oh, it's a remaster, I guess. Yeah, a reboot. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I don't think Kirby per se is a reboot either. But then at the same time, whatever. You're not wrong. If you have to add a series to this conversation, I've never played any of those. You should definitely play those. I I would say start with Borderlands 2. Everybody says, well, I won't be missing anything. I mean, the characters that show up are from one, Mm -hmm. but like that doesn't change anything, in my opinion. I'm not missing any important story beats. I don't think so. I think you'd be perfectly fine watching like a 20 minute explained of what happened in Borderlands 1 mm-hmm. and then start with Borderlands 2. You sit through the whole entire fucking opening. You don't skip that shit. <laughs> yes, sir. Because it's fucking amazing. And then you just go into it and you just fucking have a time and you will put hours into that game, man. Hours. Three, not so much. It's It's okay. Like mm-hmm. it's it's there as a Borderlands game, and it exists. The story's okay. I kind of like the story a little bit. Mm-hmm. I kind of liked it more than one. Don't crucify me, Borderlands fan. But this new Tiny Tina one, Chef's Kiss. It looks good. Right. To be fair, I think you should be able to play that one as well without playing any of the previous ones. So even if you just want to wait till that comes out try that and then if you fall in love with it you need to play borderlands 2 immediately you know what i'm when i'm gonna play all this steam deck yeah get it on the <laughs> fucking collection get it on your steam deck and then you could be switching back and forth you could stream it for a bit then exactly. you could take it to your fucking couch and you could exactly. fall asleep while on your couch like i do every like friday do. While yeah. streaming. <laughs> every friday <laughs> catch me sleep on the stream <laughs> I don't know if there's any others besides like Mass Effect and Halo for me, just because like, I mean, I've always wanted to play like the classic games that I never got to, you know, like Banjo Kazooie, and fucking uh Jack and Daxter. Never played them. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. My first one was the Insomniac one that just came out. I mean, I did try out the one that's on the PS Plus, mm-hmm. but it sucked because it was the movie tie-in one, <laughs> and it was bad, objectively, because the the quality was like. Here's a movie and like really good rendering. And then it would go to game from PS3 era rendering. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can't do this. But um, it's funny. Like, <laughs> it's a kind of like a knock to myself. But you said, I always want to go play, go back and play the classic games I never got to. And I'm sitting <laughs> here like, I always want to go back and play the modern games I never got to. <laughs> I mean that's just the way it is to be fair like you're you're, that's what you're more attracted to but at the same time you still have that attraction to the modern you know like I still really want to go play Conker's Bad Fur Day I remember being in one of my elementary school friends bedrooms one day when they put that in there I think it was in 64 right Mm -hmm. they put it in there and like I don't know if there was I don't think there was cursing in it was there cursing in it Okay, that that's what sold me on it. Because I was like, this is cool as shit. They're cursing. There's and cursing, re- there's blood, there's piss, there's shit, there's boobs. Yes. And then I remember we got our N64 in a fucking plastic bag from our neighbor for some reason. It had Tony Hawk, Pokemon Snap, and then like one that just didn't work and never worked mm. and a rumble pack. That's it. And we never got any more cartridges. It just existed in that plastic bag. Why didn't y'all get forever. Any more cartridges? 
because we we didn't get games. We never got games. And if we did, it was Game Boy. That was it. It was Game... Well, Game Boy... We had the green one, not the brick, but we had the green Game Boy Advance without the light behind it. Mm-hmm. And then we had the, the rectangle Game Boy Advance that you held like so. And then the Game Boy SP, which was the best one. Yes, it was. Objectively. I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Was your Game Boy Advance your first Game Boy? I think so. I mean, it was the, the, the green one where you had to use like the light to plug in over top of it. Yeah. Yeah, I never had the the rectangular one that was like really boxy because that was like right before I was able to even comprehend the world is that it exists. Man, I'm oh, geez. Oh geez, Rick. I feel like it makes me feel old as shit. I mean, I've never legitimately before i went to your house i've never touched an og like console of like an nes snes or anything prior to that i've never touched one i think because my family was not about it yeah i think the game boy advance was like my fourth game boy damn the sp though that sp that's one thing we can always relate on though that shit was fucking i don't care about people's ds's and 3ds's and all that shit the greatest Game Boy of all time is the Game Boy Advance SP. Agreed. Period. The first DS, I will admit, was good, though, because you could still play the Game Boy Advance games. Because yeah. it had that on the bottom. I, I liked that. I was like, this is something. This is cool. Mm. But then it just felt flimsy. I didn't like the Game Boy Advance. I hated the DS. Really? I couldn't. I, I didn't get a DS until 3DS. Damn. I didn't like the DSi, I think. Like, when they started kind of making it a little bit more sleek, but mm-hmm. that original chunky DS. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it. I lo- so much. The only reason I liked it is because you could still play Game Boy games. That was it. Yeah. The fact that you could still do Game Boy Advance games on it with new DS games, I was like, this is it. Sold. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is this is the cross generation that I wanted. Two different size <laughs> slots that I have to constantly blow in <laughs> because dust. Blowing slots. That's you. Blowing slots. Blowing sluts. <laughs> In Vegas, blow my slots. Like, you know, like it's just holding N64 cartridges, rolling them like craps. It just looks into the shit like security. <laughs> Get him out of here. Get him out of here. He rolled Tony Hawk, pro skater. <laughs> he doesn't even have conquer. Fucking yeah, dude. I've never had. Is that in rumor to come back soon too? Because I saw like a screen grab of it recently of like maybe it being remade. It could. I mean, they remade Conquer for Xbox 360. Mm. Is it the same game or it's is the same it like... game just upped better graphics? It's like a remaster. I wonder if it's on Game Pass. I honestly probably. Um, I I don't. I never played that version. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't hear a lot of people talk about that version, but I don't never. I never played that version. All right. I've only played I might have to look into that, see if I can find a ROM or something. Well, Microsoft but, uh, owns it, shit. They could remake yeah. it or it. keep the series going. I want them to make a new banjo. I think that's inevitable, though. Yeah, especially after it coming to the N64 whatever thing on Nintendo. The hype gonna... of it, that and the hype that Banjo got when it came to Smash, I was like, because if I'm Microsoft, I'm like, how do we not? We have to capitalize on that. Oh, yeah, 100%. It, it's, on, it's literally there. Work on it now. Go. Yeah. Run. Run with the scissors. Um, 
<laughs> Great advice right there. But um, yeah, man. I feel like that's that's the episode right there. Right there. Um, if you're new, welcome. Hello. This is the Say Before Quitting podcast that you just listened to, and you can follow us at all of our social media at Say the Letter B, the number four quitting on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and over on YouTube. New episodes mm-hmm. every Thursday on audio platforms, every Friday on YouTube. Every single week we have one OG stream, if Ant is able to, asterisk. And then on Friday we have Figure Friday. And then Sunday, if we're in person, post podcast playing. You already know. So three streams a week, maybe two, depending on situations. And then also videos all the time, TikToks as well. Um, you can now support us on Patreon. This is the official episode of the launch of Patreon. Patreon. Um, there's three different tiers for you. See which one you like the most. If you don't know what they are, go back and listen to it again. Because I'm not doing it, it again. It was a process. <laughs> um, but yeah, And if you have any suggestions for Patreon of things that you want to see different or things you don't think it's the right prices or blah, 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 let us know. Reach Please out to us know. via email or on the Discord server, which you can get to from the link in any of our social media bios. I think that's about all we got for today. Yeah, I think that's a good... Uh, it's been a long night. Yeah, it's been a long night. Long day. Long oh, week, and it's Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it has been. If you know, you know. Yeah. Um, is that the podcast episode title now? It'll if you know, you know. It's either that or Pokemon Sprite and Steak. I kept that in my head. <laughs> I hate that. Because <laughs> it's... so good. <laughs> <laughs> one is clearly has more content in it <laughs> Sprite and steak who's not picking steak I mean question of the week Pokemon Sprite and steak which one would you pick up off the shelf let's see how many answers we get in the discord this week of that actual question <laughs> exactly hell yeah but um, <clears throat> after that all after you follow us and comment and like and the subscribe and such and leave a rating and reviews and, and do all the things so that we have numbers please mm-hmm. numbers titty. are good titty and then also remember to always save, save before, before quitting. quitting and we'll see you next time mm-hmm. probably probably The best part is that your trail mix is in the camera this whole time. And I love that it's just there. You put it further in the camera. Now it's just existing. Now it's just in the camera. Sponsored by M&M's. Man, they they fucked up the green M&M. You see that shit? She ain't hot anymore. Yeah, what is she now? Not hot. They took away her legs, I think. Get on it, Frost. I like how I was going to say we're like sexualizing an M&M, but like that's like a legitimate thing. People are like, they made the M&M not fuckable anymore. I'm like, bro, <laughs> it's an M&M. You sticking your dick in an M&M? What are you doing? You I mean, hey. That bad? I mean, got to get it somehow, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> not through my dick. Just microwave a bag of M&Ms, you know? 
Just fucking give yourself third degree burns down there. You let it cool down a bit. <laughs> you don't just fucking Do boil a bag of fucking M&Ms. <laughs> the fuck? No, what you need to do is fuck some M&Ms. Get all that chocolate on you. And then have your significant other consensually, of course, get some chocolate from you. If you know what I'm saying. Is it bad that like... If I was in that situation, I don't know if this is going to make it in the podcast. That no, might this be is all going to I don't think this will after I say it. Uh, um, <laughs> that's where I cut it, right there. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, I'm imagining that, right? Like, you just, you know, just covered in chocolate on, <laughs> on the dingus, you know? Mm-hmm. On, right on there. Like you do. The only, You have two options right there. And neither of which are pleasure. They're just funny. One of which is you go... And then you salute, <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. Damn, I can't put that in there? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> no, they that, that, that too problematic? Probably, because it's, it's especially after what we talked about. <laughs> I, guess I feel like that's just more for us, because that was, my brain was like, yeah, I don't want to do the actual fun thing. I want to do the funny thing. Yeah, we'll put that on there. We'll never get on to you for Oh, no, not in the least, but. <laughs> All right, what I'm going to do is. Like, I can't put this on the podcast, but then cut right to the end where I'm like, we'll never get on G4. And then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. This has been a fucking episode.